You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network. Glory Hole Radio is now Riotcast. Riotcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Robert Kelly fans? There is no better way to usher in 2012 than to catch Robert Kelly live for yourself at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Robert will be performing on December 29th, 30th, and most importantly, a very special New Year's Eve extravaganza you don't want to miss. Join Robert in bringing in the new year with an open bar, a kick-ass buffet, a midnight champagne toast, and much more. So start your 2012 off right and get your tickets now at the Stress Factory website at stressfactory.com. Then, for one night only, Robert returns to Boston at the Wilbur Theater on Saturday, January 7th. Tickets are going fast, so get them now at thewilburtheater.com or ticketmaster.com. What's up? All right, we're here. Uh, episode fucking 7,000 uh, of the You Know What Dude podcast. I don't even know what the fuck episode what it is. What do you call your podcast? Don't ever talk before I introduce you. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> the, uh, everybody breaks that fucking rule. I say to everybody, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to start it and introduce you, and then you fucking start yapping. But as I'm introducing everybody, and you're not the only one, Everybody calling, everybody does, and they fucking start yapping. Um, Vinny Brand, the owner of the Stress Factory, and more importantly to him, fucking stand-up comedian, actor, and that's it. And writer, I'm a writer. You're a writer, too? I'm a writer. We'll get into that. I am into everything. Well, I'm going to fucking tell you, there's only one way you can be a writer in my book now. To publish. No. If you have... A certain item that I fucking own. All right? So you hang right there. You, you fucking keep, I will hang, yeah. Hang out. I'll show you right now. Okay. I can't wait to see it. Oh, fucking keep talking. I, I will tell you wait. why. Until you get this. Excuse me. Let me, this little piece of paper. Excuse me, girls. And uh, just to let you guys know, Vinny brought, <clears throat> Vinny brought his daughters, right? Well, one's one, your daughter. One's my daughter and one is my daughter's friend and my Who you friend. want to adopt? Your friend. Well, don't say that. You can't no, be she... friends with her daughter. What are you, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> you can't be friends with your daughter's friend. Uh, you, you can know, be friendly. I'm friendly. You're I'm friendly. friendly. You can't be buddies. That's true. I'm never yeah. going to a ball game with uh, her. Yeah you, don't, without, yeah, you don't just hang out with her and get a latte. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that makes you a whole different level because she's only, what are you, 22? Yeah. 21. Yeah, and she's adorable. She's wearing a hat inside. She's like a little hipster. And, yeah. and, and you're like 50. How old are you? I'm 49. You're 40. You're 50. You're 50. <laughs> you can't round up. I'm 49 oh, until I hit 50. Dude, you're fucking I dead. I am 49. I'll tell you around. I will outrun 90% of the 49-year-olds. Absolutely. But she's still 22. She's so 21. So you can't, you can't be her pal. She's 21. I rounded up with her. You well, rounded down with that, didn't you, pervert? Well, let me tell you what's even funnier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're 21 or 22? <laughs> 
Come on. But here's what's funny. I'm wearing 18. But I almost came with just Hannah because Danielle nearly bought that. I wouldn't let you in. I wouldn't even fucking let you in because I don't want to have to submit my podcast into a fucking court. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, I, well, the funny part was I texted Danielle. I said, Danielle, yeah. come to the city and do the podcast. Right. And she goes, okay, maybe I will. Yeah. Then I invited yeah. Hannah. And then Danielle said, well, I'm not going. So I can't uninvite Hannah. No, of course. You, I mean, I don't mind that. Hannah, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying... That I wouldn't want him here with just you. Right. I'm glad that his daughter is here too. It would be even weirder if when I got here, I missed the podcast and we just ended up going to the tree. Yeah, that would <laughs> oh, be weird if like after the podcast, it was just you and Hannah and you're like, what you got? And you're like, hey, you want to go do something? I'm like, nah, I got my wife. And you just walked around. Not even the tree. You took her to like a bar. Yeah, or, oh. or ice skating. Like ice a, skating or the tree. Like a gay, <laughs> a gay bar and everybody loved both of you. <laughs> That's awful. Well, first of all, I want now you're a writer and in yeah. order to be a writer you have to have I'm going to show your daughter your daughter okay. can read this you have to have one of these and by the way I'm a writer uh, go ahead I, 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 I am a writer okay. I am a writer what does that say it's a Starbucks card no <laughs> oh very nice <laughs> you need a Starbucks card actually that's not too far off there's a lot of people in Starbucks writing yeah uh, the worst thing in the world is going into a Starbucks and seeing hopes and dreams just yeah. oh just people trying to be fucking creative yep. go yep. fuck yourself and you know damn right well they're bad insurance agents they're oh, not they're even the good at that well, <laughs> and the, the thing about I hated Starbucks I want to go and sit down and have a cup of coffee I can't get to a coffee because someone's sitting there tapping out their novel with never oh. seen the light of day I know right what does that say it's the writer's guild of Nice! You got, you got your card. Let me see, Danielle. Hand it down to me. No, 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 no. Why? Don't fucking rip it up, you oh, cocksucker. Never, never, never. Right, yeah, no, know. I respect. I have to say something. Now, you and I have had a long... Look at that shit. Good for you. Huh? What's now, up how with did you, that? How did you acquire this? I wrote something. What did you write? I wrote a... Uh, I had a show with uh, FX that I was writing. It's great. Yeah. That so. you're writing? Still writing? Not writing anymore. We wrote uh, for a year and... Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with it. But good for you. No. Now, what I don't know, and I'm yeah. sorry to say this, are you still on Louis' show? No, no. That that if Louis actually talked about that, I'm actually doing another show uh, for CBS. It's a cop show. I have a small reoccurring uh, role. It's a small, small role. It's the, doesn't matter. It's, it's all, the, you know, it's a cop show, funny, and it's the comedy. Me and my partner are the ballbusters. And we do a little funny stuff. Is every it a half episode. hour? It's an hour. It's uh, Robert De Niro uh, produced. So, so someone did a funny cop show. No, it's I, not funny. Oh, it's, it's not funny. It's it's more like nine o two one o meets fucking NYPD Blue. It's like uh, five young rookie cops. You know, they're really good, too. And there's a, a, a lot of famous people in it. Like, you, I know that fucking dude, people. Right. You know, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know their names. Yep. But I know that motherfucker. And then there's me and my partner who are the, you know, the comic relief in every episode. Here's what I can't understand. Why hasn't... Why I have a career? No, well, no. I, you you have a career. <laughs> I have no career. Yeah, let's get but I have a life, yes. which is better than a career anyway. But let me tell you something. I don't know why Hollywood can't get this straight. Why doesn't someone make a cop show? Yeah. Or a show about lawyers or a show about doctors. Because those three topics need to be covered finally. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. You know what's so funny, though? They they haven't made a funny cop show. Since in a, Barney Miller. Well, since The Job. I would say The Job, the first season. I didn't season, see The Job. The Job was fucking funny, man. Who's, who was The Job? Dennis Leary. 
Right, okay. Dennis yeah. Leary, Lenny Clark, same same crew as Rescue Me, except cops. Right. But it was edgy. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it, it was there was cheating. There was all kinds of fucked up shit on it. Hilarious, but the lady at I don't know what network fucking douched it. Right, of course. Yeah. But let me tell you what uh, the cop show needs to be made is not in a city. What they need right. like Reno nine oh one Reno nine oh whatever the hell it was, Reno Comedy Central's Reno show. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh was was had its moments, but it was still in a city, and and they had the bizarre shit going on. I want to see a cop show set in suburban America, and the the crap <laughs> that they deal with, which is so mundane and so much more relevant. Like, I mean, could you imagine getting called because Mrs. Jones' dog is barking again, and you went through the academy for that? And what happens to your head when you have to show up and go, Mrs. Jones, shut your dog up? But that that's, I mean, most of cop. Cop work. I mean, I found out this doing the show. I learned a lot about the police, how the police there's rookies who do shit work. Of course. And then there's, you know, the, the 20 year guys who are looking for a pension. Then there's, it's, it's just like any other job. There's fucking politics. It's just like show business. Like being a comic. There's guys who are fucking sergeants and lieutenants who sucked. Your daughter's here. Who fucking. Who did what they had to do. Do what they had. Fucking Vinny, I'm. I said I'd never do it on my podcast. Now you fucking made me. You Dance made, around it. You made me. I'm on FM radio right now. This is not fucking podcast internet. I'm on FM radio right now because I don't want to say dirty words in front of your daughter and her your friend, your friend. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what the thing is? You don't even need the dirty words, Robert. You don't need them. Oh fuck your own cunt. Listen, <laughs> I uh, who's in <laughs> who's in the chat room? Your daughter's actually running the chat room and playing with my dog at the same it's time. Not, now your podcast does not broadcast live. No, we do do it live. We're not doing it live. I was going to do it live tonight, but we just changed Glory Hole Radio uh-huh. over to Riotcast. Uh, so I had to change. I never changed all the shit out of the live. Right. I can just hit a button and go live right now. now and that's what I was going to do because I thought it'd be interesting. We, it's Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, but I, I'm, we're actually in a chat room for the first time. I never did a chat room. We're in a chat room right so now. So how are people chatting? Are they hearing us live on, on the internet? How They're I- hearing us, I believe, through this computer. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. It's magic. It's I, just magic to people our age. It's something's know. happening. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're hearing us through this computer. I don't know. But um, if you want to type in, if you guys have any questions yeah, for Vinny Brand, um, we and can the first we can, question we can is, who are you? Questions. I'm going to be very annoyed. Write questions to him. No, don't write questions to him. You ask can say, yeah, ask them. Hey, chat room, if you want to ask Vinny Brand any questions. Right. And I, I mean, if you can hear us in the chat room, let us know. Um, <laughs> let us fucking know. Let us Robert, know if you can hear. Yes, sir. Question. Is your podcast on iTunes? My podcast is on iTunes. It's on, it's on everything, but mainly Riotcast dot uh, com. And Riotcast is who? Riotcast is. Um, it's a network of podcasts. Florentine's on it. Okay. Uh, Rich Voss's podcast. I hate my wife hates me. Uh, the Comedy Cellar. Uh, Jersey Jerks. Um, okay, so oh, we're joining because yeah. I'm starting. Everybody's starting a podcast, but I actually am going to do one, and I want to ask you if you'll do mine. All right. but we're doing it with a live studio audience. I actually listened to your podcast. Your that first was the one. first one. Fucking yeah, it was awful. But you got to understand something. This is what the only good part is when it took you 30 minutes to start talking. It was you and him talking about a fucking song. I almost right. killed myself. What song was it? But uh, 
in your eyes, maybe. No, nah, it was some fun. But it was like you guys were but just no, yapping. That was my buddy you, actually that did that. That was his podcast. Yeah, it and sounded good. He sounded does great good. sound. Right, it sounded But great. see, he went to a podcast. I said to him, listen, I'll come up. I was in Boston. I did the podcast with him. He put it up. Now, we're going to do a podcast with comics, but I'm going to call it. What? I'm going to let a comic do a set live in front of an audience. Right. And then we're going to do the podcast immediately after that. So if the audience has questions, for example, on Thursday night from your set, they can sit there and interact with it. I think that makes it. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I don't understand that. Uh, okay. Next Thursday, you're yeah. at the club. Yes, and I am. And I'm very excited to have you there. Me too. Uh, okay, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're going to do the show. Right. And then I want to set up and is someone's phone ringing? Nope. Okay. I want to set up and have. You then do the podcast with me right in front of a live audience. So if someone's sitting there, they can interact with us. And we'll say, I, I, I'm going to produce the podcast, meaning it'll have segments. It'll be right. And I'm going to interview you about your career. You're going to, you wait a minute. You're going to produce the podcast. Yeah. So you're going to do a podcast during a live show. Yeah. Not, I, not the show. Right. The show happens. And then after the and show. And then after that, I'm going to bring you back up on stage. We're going to do the podcast in front of the audience. In front of the crowd. But how long is that show going to be? Well, uh, I do know some people are going to leave, obviously, uh, but <laughs> but we're also going to tell Rutgers kids, you can come down just for the podcast, because right. I don't need an audience of 200. If you have right. an audience of 20, it's a fascinating thing. Fa well, f I don't know if the word fascinating is the word. I don't think it's fucking Middle Earth or anything to do with the <laughs> Chronicles of Nadia, but... <laughs> okay, it's interesting <laughs> for people. fascinating. Well, can I say you this? me and you on stage at your club is fascinating? I think I mean, you're fascinating. Maybe interesting. Interesting. <laughs> if, we, if we both had swords and elixirs. Okay, can I tell you something? I don't... You're right. It's not fascinating. No, and comics no. aren't brilliant. Right, yeah, yes. Well, com we, I think... I, no I, comic is brilliant. I disagree. Uh, no. You know what brilliant is? Brilliant is a guy who is right now one chromosome away from curing cancer. That's brilliant. A guy who makes a clever joke is clever. He's smart even, but he's not brilliant. I think, I think certain people, are, I think Patrice was brilliant. I think Patrice was brilliant. And, and let me back it up before you go off on a tangent. Is that a good word? It's better than fucking your yeah. words. What was your big word again? Tangent's a good word. All right. I think that he was brilliant because... He actually was so funny. You, ne I, I, you never saw him with a notebook. You never saw him with people writing for him. You never saw him working shit stuff. out. He actually just went on stage. But no, but he was that funny. He was funnier. He was funnier than anybody I know. He was on another level every time you saw him. He... He was just like, oh, you watched him. I, I, I watched him and feel, felt guilty every fucking time. Like, I suck. I, yeah. even after I killed, I've done shows with him where I fucking annihilated. Right. Okay. Like, what the fuck? And then he goes up and he does his thing. And I'm just like, fuck me. Well, you know, Patrice did, the, he did better than anybody. What? Patrice held the mirror up and talked about, the, in my opinion, yes. he talked about, what was behind an action. Yeah. So in other words, if Patrice said, well, women do this, it wasn't women, women, uh, you know, rag on their men. It was, here's why this is happening. Patrice went one level or two levels deeper than most comics would care to go. Right. Or could go. Right. So I agree with you when Patrice was doing, but Patrice, uh, you know, also did, 50 different ways to come on a woman's face and call it the pirate and everything else. So, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not saying that he, I just think that a, a guy like that, and she brought up Geraldo too. I mean, Geraldo, in, in certain ways, 
comics, there are comics that are fucking brilliant. And I, I understand what you're saying. We're all up there telling jokes. But certain people told them in such a fucking way that silhouetted themselves on above everybody listen well that's a different conversation like david tell tell's great he's he's fucking brilliant at what he does Ah. prolific meaning a wide body of work a lot of jokes prolific writer i think he's but he's brilliant because people copy him people steal it oh david tell is the most Ripped off, not just for name names, name names. Go, oh, come on, name I'm names. not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, then don't yeah. fucking talk about okay, it. Okay, okay, you know I'll name names. Oh, I'll Jesus. name names. Sorry, go uh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> I think that the guys that were very heavily influenced, you know, I right. love them. Big J was very heavily influenced by David Tell, yeah. right down to saying any who on stage. Now, look, yeah, I, here's the problem with Dave. I've heard that too, huh. I've heard of that. Of course. Too, yeah. Here's the problem with Dave. Yeah. When you watch Dave, you love him so much mm-hmm. that for the next week, you're going, anywho, you know, because you can't help it because it's so goddamn funny. What are we funny. doing? Huh? What are we doing? Anywho. How I can't do it. Tell I, I, I actually like the way you do it better than Dave. I'm much better doing Dave than David. Yeah, but, that was but, almost uh, like the Scrooge, the movie with uh, Jimmy. <laughs> anywho. Well, also, Regan, when you watch Regan, yeah. you end up going, so, sorry, you too. You right. just you can't help it. You fall into that voice. You watch Gaffigan and you yeah. go. So there's certain people that have that such a pronounced way about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. When David Tell is stomping his feet, yeah, and he's going, mm, right, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, listen, those are part and parcel of his. If you ever you say part and parcel again, and we're not selling fucking beaver pelts off a wagon, <laughs> I will throw my microphone at you. Okay, they're, say, they're, <laughs> they are the core of, your, his, of your, who he is. Your diction stinks. <laughs> my diction? That's not diction. My, that, that would be my uh, word selection. Uh, no, what's the, other, what's the uh, elocution stinks? Elec- well, my, uh, it's awful. I'm deaf. I can't say any words right. Most of the time when I meet people, right. uh, I don't hear their name right, or, or there are certain right. words I always... I'm afraid to say. How, how the fuck? This is so weird, man. How do you fucking do comedy and, 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 and you're deaf? I'm going to tell you what I think happened. I've been deaf since I'm about 12. Right. So I went to this audience, great audiologist finally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of shit audiologists. Just, right. So I went to this great audiologist and she sat down and she said, uh, she did some you, reading. Hang on one second. Can you take that squeaky? That's fucking up everything. I she told did. my wife, no fucking squeaky toys. I usually stab all those fucking squeaky toys. To so get the it, air out of them. Yeah, the- so it doesn't make a noise, but she fucking <laughs> snuck another one by me. There really um, is a murder in your future. You know that, right? <laughs> At some point, yeah, yeah, I would make a noise. I stabbed it. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I went to this audiologist, and she did a, a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. She put me in a sound booth, and she played a sentence with a headset on. Yeah. And she goes, what did you hear? I didn't hear any part of that sentence. And she just laughed at you. No, she said. Aha, you're deaf. <laughs> she may have said it. I didn't hear. Her. So what she then said is, uh, "Okay, I'm going to tell you what the sentence is about." She said, "I didn't play anything. That's why you did." I really all I hear was. Blah, blah, blah. That's what I heard. Right. But she then said, "I'm going to tell you the subject matter." Yeah. And played it again. Yeah. I heard every word clear as a bell. She did not raise the level. She said, "What has happened to you over the years? Yeah. Is it your brain is working?" At a much higher effort level. Yes. She goes, it's part of the reason you're, you're, she said this, Robert, you're going to jump on my shit when she said it, but she said it. She said, it's part of the reason you developed such an intelligent, <sighs> you're so smart, she said. Because- <laughs> you fucking, you, you edited that. 
You just edited that. I she, I don't know exactly what she said. I couldn't hear her, but she, she said she she gave you a compliment. Yes. To ease the fucking pain of being deaf. Yes. But, but what so every every doctor does that. But what everybody does that. Everybody. Wait a second, no, wait, you're no, not, no, there's something else that happened. <laughs> Your brain fills in what it expects to hear. Right. Okay. So. That's why sometimes I'll mishear something right. so, because I was on a different wavelength. Right. But I heard it crystal clear, but right. I didn't hear it. Right. So she said, that's why. And she told me, and this is true. When I didn't wear hearing aids, when I laid down or stopped talking, right. I would go to sleep immediately. And she said, that's because your brain is tired. You're working harder to hear these words. Right. I think when I was on stage all that's those years. That's what people did too. When you started talking, people would actually <laughs> lie down and go to sleep. <laughs> Just FYI, when you took your hearing aid out. Oh, I can't say part and parcel, but you can say FYI. Holy shit, you sprouted a vagina. Just FYI. This is this fucking decade. Oh, FYI. Uh, LOL. So anyway. Finish your story ASAP. Go ahead. What, what happened is, I think I developed better as a comic yes. and with crowd work because I never heard what people said, but I had to guess what they were on. That's interesting. First of all, let me just say this. You, where's your, uh, the chat room, this guy just wrote this is terrible all right whatever. no not this not the podcast the actual chat room is just a shit idea uh, they can't hear it no okay but uh, also it's the only thing that's going on in this chat room is yeah. people saying what their screen names are you see right. what their screen name is when they write something. They, so they, nobody can hear. They're supposed to be able to hear us right now. It's probably better that they can't. Yeah, well, they will someday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could chat about last week's podcast. No, they're saying this built-in microphone. It says it's fucking, it's working, so fuck them. Um, I don't know what you guys want me to tell you. Um, anyways, I, I think that that you say this, that you, you're, you're actually smarter or become a better comic because you're yeah. deaf. I felt the same way, and this is not the same thing, but I think it is, when I thought I shit my pants on stage one night. Because I had to, honest to God, and I know this sounds <laughs> fucked up. Hey, oh, absolutely. And I, 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 I count myself as one of the unfortunate people that now know this. <laughs> this because I thought I, I, I farted on stage, but I, was, I had really bad gas, and I thought I shit my pants. In my head, I went, I... Right. Just shit myself <laughs> in front of an audience. Ten minutes into an hour set. Oh. Okay, in front of a packed room. Oh, okay, killing. I'm Kill sure you were. Unbelievable set. I'm like having fun. <clears throat> and quiet. I just shit my pants. I slowly backed up, went to the wall, put. Then <laughs> I actually added this into my act. It's just this part. I put the leg up that I thought the shit would dribble down. I put that up on the wall, and I took my hoodie off. Right. And I tied it around my waist. Sure, good plan. And I stood there yeah. for fifty minutes. Yep. And I couldn't move because I thought poo would might fling out or fly fly on you know some people's faces. Right. And I, I just, and it actually made me a better comic because I had to rely on the jokes. Yep. And, and you had to focus beyond belief. I had to focus. With the other knowledge of, do, does it smell? Do people know? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I do agree Absolutely. that you being deaf is very similar to my experience. I do believe that a lot of deaf people say, I'm glad <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I think most deaf people think, well, at least I haven't shit myself. <laughs> I uh, I think uh, 
Anyways, um, I, I, it, it's fascinating. And it's most great, people, by the way, uh, to hear you on the radio. Everyone who just heard you check out for a second should yeah. know you were checking a text message. That was from my wife, who's actually waiting outside. She didn't want to come in. She didn't come it, in? It, it, no, sh- it's my house. I'll make that judgment. Okay. okay? I'll make that call. You're the <laughs> fucking, you really are just an owner of shit. It's just an owner, an owner dad <laughs> cocksucker. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, she can come in. <laughs> do own shit. Hey, you That's know true. what? Fuck you. Now she can't. Stay out. How's that? You just made my wife now. You know what? I gotta tell you now. What did you say her first name is? I'm terrible. Dawn. Dawn. Not terrible. You're deaf. We just went over that. Dawn. Okay, good. Mm. Yeah, she can come in. Dawn, you can come in if you can hear this. Um, anyways, uh, she's not allowed to talk on the podcast, though. She had, Well, she probably doesn't want to. She actually doesn't speak. She didn't speak? No, she lost her voice as a young girl. <laughs> I could marry that woman. It wouldn't even matter. Oh, my God. I, uh, I, uh, it's, it's weird though. You've been, most people don't know you're fucking deaf. No. Most people just think you're a fucking asshole that doesn't listen. I can honestly, God, I used to get mad at you because I'd be fucking sitting there going, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. And then you'd, you wouldn't, and it'd be like, fucking what the fuck? And then one day you're like, dude, I can't hear. And I was like, I've secretly hated you. Well, at least fucking... you kept the secret. A lot of people hate me. Just read it. Just let me know. Well, uh, dude, people, here, let's get into that too. You're a comic, dude. You, you, this is the thing. You're right. a fucking comic, um, and you own a club, right? So it's it's weird, man, that you have this. Um, you're gonna be fucking hated. Hated. You're gonna be hated yeah. because of the decisions you make. Yep. For whatever reason, for your business. Yeah. And your fucking family and your fucking livelihood. Yep. But then you're a comic, so you know our secrets. But you, you're, you know what I mean. So you're, you're, dude, you're like a fucking, you're like the White Wizard in fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? I'm a double agent. I've been called it's, everything. Yeah, it's double, double it's, dipping. It's very weird, dude. It's and and. I mean, but there's this notion. Let me tell you this notion. The notion is that a guy can't do both. And I've proven that wrong. Hang on. There's Hello, my wife. Hi, D. Hi. These, Hi. these are a couple broads we picked up. That's a- <laughs> This is my daughter, that, Danielle. That's his, yeah. And this is my friend, Hannah. And that's, that's, not, that's not his friend. That's her friend. It's my friend, Hannah. <laughs> so. Uh, like you just did? Anyways. Um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't fuck get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's nice to see you again. Hi, Mama. I love what you're doing with your kitchen. Isn't it great? It's going to look awesome. She designed the whole thing. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks great. It's right? a very chic look. Um, good word. I like that word. Yeah. Now you're headed into this fucking century. Yeah, so this is, yeah it's a very yeah, yeah, yeah. good thing. So here's the thing. Hang on. Hey, can you yeah, bring him downstairs? <laughs> fucking. You got to love women, though. Women are the best. Your wife. How nice is your wife? Just your, wait, adopt your, your, kids. your daughter. First of all, your daughter's alternative comedy sense of humor is awesome. Yeah, she she's went, got a great sense of humor. She goes, I feel like I'm missing all the funny. And then she goes, I, I already felt that way. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Guys, like Danielle wrote one of my favorite jokes of all time. Don't tell that. Don't say that. Oh, she's a great writer. Great writer. She wrote one of your jokes? No, no, I don't do the joke. She wrote a joke that I love. Oh, okay. What is it? The joke is that uh, she said that. Um, I gotta remember how to phrase it. She said that uh, black people are not—they're um, <laughs> not—they're bigoted, yeah. Because colored people is an inappropriate use. 
you can't say colored people. But they have the NAACP, and the CP stands for colored people. Right. It's because I think the colored people should be forced to change that to the African-American. Right. But they'll never do it because that's the NAAA, and that just spells, nah. Uh-huh. Which I like. Funny. I like that's it. That's actually funny. Yeah, it's a good joke. Um, so back to, back to being on both sides of it. Have you talked about this before? Not on a podcast. You've I, never done it? No. No one's ever talked to you? I mean, because I don't want to, I, I hate, there's one thing I hate is when, you know, I hate rehashing shit. No, no, no. I mean, I'd rather and, just fucking And this is a good topic because here's the thing. I'll tell you something funny. Yeah. I loved Patrice. Right. And two things happened. You know, Patrice used to tell me all the time, just be a club owner. Just be a club owner. Right. And he would say to me, you're not funny, Vinny. You're not funny, Vinny. And he really trashed me. Right. <clears throat> to me. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> uh, you know, it, yeah. I don't think he ever trashed me than anybody else. No, he, he was Patrice being Patrice. No, Patrice, look, Patrice, tr- I mean, I mean, I think the, the guys that all of us would, that's the one good thing about us that fans kind of take and abuse we trash each other to right. our faces. Right. If you stink, you stink. I've we we tell you to your face. Yeah, but that's because people are friend your friends in Absolutely. some way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If, if you don't like somebody, you don't really do that. You will, but it's it's in a fucked up way. But I, I hear what you're saying. Go ahead. And with Patrice, uh, and now Patrice and I, the last time he was in the club, it was right before we passed, and it's really hard for me because. We had a really interesting conversation. and What was it? Well, Patrice was talking about not wanting to perform anymore and get out of performing and to do a production. And he, he was talking about the audience and the business right. and the business eating them alive mm-hmm. and uh, not being free to say what he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And that the audience was... Uh, he loved the audience, but it was a very odd thing. He, he was talking about the audience draining him and, and wanting things from him mm-hmm. beyond the performance. Yeah. And, and in the conversation, I said, Patrice, you should really do a podcast. And I already knew what I was going to do one. I said, listen, Patrice, you should be doing a podcast because you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody that can stop you. And if it gets big enough, you can monetize it yeah. uh, and be paid for your art. Mm-hmm. So, I actually, I, I convinced him to come do a podcast on Thursdays with me. Mm-hmm. And Patrice is going to come down every Thursday and do yeah. uh, the live podcast, which would have been fun because we had a lot of great conversations. We're very different politically. and mm-hmm. But anyway, so it, it was a really difficult conversation because all weekend long, I kept trying to talk to him about how great he was and to not quit but to find another way to monetize what he was doing mm-hmm. because listen, listen we all do it for the art I mean I know when you walk on stage you want to be funny and mm-hmm. if you could walk on stage and make five million dollars but not be funny you wouldn't do that necessarily Let's there would be a break away. there for you but lower that to a thousand dollars I'm sorry lower that to a thousand dollars well no you know what I mean though yeah. be five million dollars I would tell everybody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> okay. Uh, get my, it's pay this place off. There's a number. There's a number. <laughs> it's five million. <laughs> yeah, five million is the number. But, but uh, so one of the things Patrice said that night, I told him a story about, uh, he was, I was on the phone with him one day. Yeah. And I was in my office and everything was racial between Patrice and I. Like, You're white dude. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. He came to my Super Bowl party, told me there's no black people here. I said, Patrice, there's you and Keith. Right. And he goes, yeah, just two. I'm like, okay. What the fuck Super Bowl party did you have without me? I've invited everybody to my party. I wasn't invited. Well, I'll tell you what. This year, yeah. I am telling you to bring your I wife. I can't make it. <laughs> you fucking <Go> ahead. jerk <laughs> off. So, but anyway, um, 
I generally don't invite a lot of comics anyway because it, it wasn't that. It's a family party. Right. You would actually fit in very well. Right, right. Because right. you have a life. Right. So anyway. Uh, I want to get into that too, but you said that a couple times already. I want to get into that. We will get into it. But go ahead. No, so, don't, don't tell me we'll get into it. I said we're going to get into it. It's my fucking podcast, you fucking control freak. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was on the phone with Patrice, and he's railing me about race. And, and I, went, I looked up on the clock, and it was yeah. 3.01. Yeah. And next thing I know, I fell asleep. I looked up. It was 3.14. And Patrice yeah. did not stop. He didn't know I fell asleep. Yeah. The man just kept yeah. So... The last time I was in the club. It's happened to me. That's happened to me five times. Oh, yeah. Well, I told him the story. Yeah. And all weekend long, he was happy, but in the dumps. He was talking about my mother because he was close to my mother. And he laughed as hard as he did all weekend long. And he grabbed me and he gave me a big hug. And he goes, you know, we got to tell you something. Because I'm always busting your balls. He goes, you're a good comic. Mm-hmm. And it was like being anointed mm-hmm. because it was Patrice. Right. And then when he had the stroke, mm-hmm. I had a really difficult time with it because I knew it wasn't going to end good. Cause my dad died from a stroke. And I had a dream a week after that that he came to me and he was trying to communicate with me and he couldn't. Mm. And I really just, uh, you know, I'm not a crier. And that really just got to me because it was Patrice and because of who we, you know, yep. uh, more than, you know, more than would normally, because normally I can deal with it. I've lost both my parents. I've, I've, I've lost friends, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so back to the comic club thing, you know, hearing that from Patrice and knowing that I know you think I'm funny. I know, you know, Norton well, has told me I'm funny. So there's the, the guys that I respect. There's guys. Respect I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll be upfront with you. I'll say it and I'll stand by it. First of all, let's just analyze what Patrice said to you. He said that you were good. Right. Not great. <laughs> not, not really good. Just good. Uh, so I will. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. I will agree. <laughs> that you're good. You're, you know, listen, if someone has to be on stage and it's got to be you, I, the audience isn't going to run out. Look, no, man. I've seen the thing you get. The, you get the, the, the reason why is you get. The club owner comic stigma because a lot of guys go up and they do that jokey oh, joke awful. shit. Well, it's back. It's it's from the eighties in the early nineties. It's from when club owners, comics said fuck it and became club owners. Yeah. You were a guy. You're a businessman that became a club owner and then became a comic. Well, you know, I became a a club owner, right? You, you, you were I, doing comedy. But I was doing comedy, but I got blackballed out of comedy. Because you sucked. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that came much later. Mm-hmm. Esty did that. <clears throat> no, what happened is <laughs> I was doing an open mic at Rascals. Yeah. Now, the first time I went on stage, I was probably 29. Mm-hmm. And or there about something right. in that age. And, uh, and my first night on stage, I killed. I didn't have anything prepared and I killed. Right. And I thought to myself, well, this is going to be easy. Yeah. And so I spent the whole week writing material. Now, the next time I was on stage at the same open mic a week later, I was so bad. They turned the sound and lights and stage, everything off at one time. And the- <laughs> Literally to end my set, which at that moment, I said, I quit comedy. Right. Now, Paul Veneer, who was them seeing it, <clears throat> said to me, listen, no, 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 you don't quit. That's last week was the anomaly. This week is what should have happened last week when you mm-hmm. killed that was weird right. tonight no that's what happens well, that happens a lot dude i mean i remember 
when I first got on stage too, I, I think the excitement, the newness, there's something about that that is is like what the fuck and then the next week the reality hits and you try the first week you don't try and your natural instinct what you later will become yep Actually comes I 100% out. 100% agree. Yeah, and then the next week you're like, I gotta be, I could do it again. And you, when you try, it fucking blows. Robert, I had rigged up for my second performance ever. <laughs> <laughs> I never told this story to anybody. I rigged up uh, two water uh, squeeze bottles. Yeah. And I put tubing, one to my groin and two to my armpits. And the joke was, I was gonna say, I'm not nervous and squeeze them, and you would see the water. Stain and it looked like I peed my pants. I, I want to shut the mics off and <laughs> no, shut the don't. lights out right no, now. No, you don't. You want to hear this because here's what happened. So I wore the wrong kind of pants. When I squeezed the tubes, water just shot down into my socks. So I did the joke and squeezed the water, and then I paused for the laugh and looked down, and no one knew what happened. And my arms didn't work. It was just the most uncomfortable. Because then I'm like, oh, fuck. That yeah. was my joke. So not only did they not laugh, I, I just have wet socks. <laughs> Can I tell you, though? I used to have, when I first started, I had buck teeth. I had plastic buck teeth. Oh. And I used to, I used to uh, do, I would do, it was like literally 10 minutes in my act. Eight to ten minutes, and I, I used to do uh, a goofy vampire. Sure, duh. <laughs> I used to go. You should use these and go into a hardware store. Is anybody gonna file? <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I would just go on and on, and one night I forgot them, uh, and I—that was my act. Yeah, I tried to make white buck teeth out of like a, a paper plate, <laughs> and it, they just got wet and. Just became a ball of fucking a wet ball paper. Of cardboard. It was the worst. And that's when I learned I gotta write. I actually gotta write fucking jokes yeah. that fucking night. And you're right. When you become really good. Right. Now I just did a step before I came here. You did where? At the at the club. At your club. And what I did is I went up uh, to get good. I think you have to really. I play with my cadence. I'll say, okay, I'm not gonna be animated. I'm gonna be very quiet. So tonight I did a very quiet set and I'm, and all new shit. I forced myself to just go up and do new material. And tonight I just riffed a little bit on Christmas and how what a colossal pain in the ass Christmas is. And it, and it, it, the set went very well. But it's because you're doing that real moment, which you can't do when you're on time three. The third time you're on stage, you can't have that real moment necessarily. Why? Because you're too nervous on the third time. The first yeah. time, I agree with you. You go up and I'm not trying. Yeah. Once you're trying. Yeah, you're fucked. You're screwed. It's almost like, I mean, it happens in podcasts a lot, too. Yeah. People come come on and do great on the podcast. And you're like, holy shit, dude, come back. And the next time they try and it's like, eh, what happened? I it's think- like you really just got to fucking. And then that's, I mean, that's what happens on stage after time and time. You can finally become, I think when they find, when a comic finds their voice, when a comic hits their rhythm, all that horse shit is, it's just a comic not caring anymore and taking that secret self, the guy in the middle of the night, when they think of something funny, I should have wrote that down. When you're taking a piss, that's fucking funny. Or when you're with your chick or your friend and you go, blah, 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 that guy on stage you know and you're not I, thinking about the other comics yeah. you're not thinking about the club owner you're not thinking about the fans how many tickets you sold how much money you made you're just thinking about i think that i want to talk about this and my way and that's when you actually play. and when you find that comfort level right. across your career that's when you really hit a stride i'll tell you yeah uh, now two years now i was always nervous on an audition you go on a day, you get nervous on an audition yeah because so you I, stink at acting 
Uh, actually, I'm a pretty good actor. Are you really? Yeah. Let's you... do a scene right now. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to show you something. I, I want to do a scene real quick. Ready? You're just a guy. That, you're just a guy in an elevator. I step in and just go with what I do. Hey, how you doing, man? Hi, how are you? I don't I'm, talk to strangers. That's, why? That's why? What I do an elevator. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> see, you stink. You no, 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 no. Because what I wanted to do with you what? is just fuck around. When I say I'm a good actor, yes, I can. I know how to make choices. I'm not De Niro. Right. Okay, I didn't but, like your choice you made in the elevator. That was mean, and that stopped the scene. <laughs> I, I didn't like yeah. that. Okay. No, but what I even saw, though that's what you'd really do if a guy just said, "Hey, I do it." You'd no, really... actually, I'm, I would be. The problem for me is I'm a people person. I'm the guy stepping in the elevator, going, "Hey, man, what's up?" I'm Vinny. What are you? And I'll chat up anybody. But I watched Brewer do an audition. We were out in LA yeah. uh, two years ago, yeah. and we were just doing the club. I was opening for him, mm -hmm. and uh, he goes, "Hey, I got an audition at Disney. You want to go?" Right. <clears throat> so I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go to that." <clears throat> so it, it was a. Uh, animated, so he's going to do a voice. Yeah, but I'd never been to this level of an audition because this level of audition was the guy making it, the producer, the the writer in a sound booth with a glass wall, yeah. and the director, and you know, and the decision makers. So Burr goes in, he's got the sides, and he walked in. To say he was casual is he walked in. <clears throat> like if he walked in here and said, hey, Robert, what are you doing? Right. Like he just didn't give a shit yeah. who he was talking to. Goes in the booth, blows the lines out. Now in the room, I'm in the, I'm in the other side of the glass wall. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody in there is cracking up. Right. And some girl who's in there goes, oh my God, will he read for my project? Do you think he'll read for my project? And the guy goes, well, ask him. And they go in and I see them talking. The mic's off. And the brewer's like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go get your shit. And she comes back with some other lines. He had never seen the lines before. He looks at him, uh, shakes his head yes, blows the lines out, yeah. murders it, murders yeah. it. They say, well, can you do it this way? Murders it again. Yeah. Can you do this way? The whole thing lasts 15 minutes. He walks out of him, hey, man, thanks a lot, thanks a lot. Everybody, yeah, good seeing you, good seeing you. We get in the car. We're 20 minutes outside the studio. The yeah. phone rings. Cancel your flight. You're doing both jobs this week. Right. Okay. Now, I said to him, I go, holy shit. I go... How were you at that comfort level? How did you get to that comfort level where you just didn't give a shit about Disney? You're in the Disney campus. Have you ever been in the Disney campus? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Vinny. But you know what he said to me? What? This is what he said. Oh, this is the fucking longest story for this, and I almost fucked it up. Go ahead. He just looked at me and goes, Vinny, it doesn't give a shit what I do. I'm just being myself. If they want me, they want me. If they don't, they don't. It has nothing to do with what I do. Because I could get this job because my voice is right, because it's wrong. Can I just say something about you right now? Yeah, good. You're a storyteller. I love something. But in life, yeah. you love fucking... Love that fucking beginning, middle, end horse... That fucking lifetime story you just told on my podcast really makes me sick. I, Was it that bad? Because it doesn't... Well, here it is. I don't need to hear a fucking brewer story. I can... You have nine stories like that. I have fucking nine... But brewer well, taught me we, to not give a shit. That's that my point. That was fucking a week level. ago, for God's sakes. Come no, on. You knew that. You but knew you know that what? from no, back in the I, day. I didn't we care. All, we all know not to give a fuck. It's the decision. Don't think... For a second, there's times where Brewer does give a fuck. I'm sure he does. So it's it's just at that moment that it's like whatever that was, voiceover work or whatever the job. Eh, I don't give a fuck. I've done a million. But when it comes time to book that fucking Steven Spielberg, maybe an Oscar. Holy shit. 
people give a fuck. It's our decision. I'm going to tell them I don't think I'll give a fuck anymore. It's our decision to make. That's good if you don't. I don't think I do. It's our decision to make. But also what helps you not give a fuck, okay? And I've talked to Patrice about this, is the, uh, the fucking scratch gut. Okay, where you are financially. If you got money to pay your bills and you don't have to worry about next month's rent, like a lot of us do, you don't give a fuck because you, I don't know. But let me tell you something else that helps you not give a fuck. Yeah. When your wife walks in the door and you're obviously happy. Right, yes. Okay, so, you know, that does help you. You're right. You're absolutely, your life, your life, and this goes back to what you say, you've said a couple times is, your life. You have a life. You've said yeah. that to me. You have a life. So I, I agree with you, man. You you brought that up a couple of times. People forget. And I didn't have a life for around maybe 12 years of this business. Right. Maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Where I fuck life. I was married to comedy. I was married to the road. I was married to doing making people laugh. Right. That's all I gave a fuck about as becoming funnier and successful. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and I almost lost it all. It almost all went away. And all I would have been left with was this fucking business. And I made a choice. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go be happy yeah. in life. And that's the day I became funny. That's when I started Absolutely. being funny. Well, you know, I just went out and I, we had meetings. We were pitching a show. And we had meetings. Who's we? Well, I, Brewer and I produced a show now. What and, is it? Well, this one's a, a, a reality show about my life. Really? Yeah. What, what's it called? It's called The Brands of Comedy. And it's good. It's very good. It's got great reception. <laughs> you don't make me sick. That I'm so that, confident. No, that I like that. That's stupid. You actually, you understand there's only certain people's names. Like my name stinks because you can't do anything. I, I'm like Dane Cook. What a fucking name. That's yeah, great name. What a fuck Dane Cook. Cooking. Cooking with Dane. Yeah. Cooking com. There's so many fuck DC. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, and you're fucking Vinny Brand. That should not make sense, but all of a sudden, the the, the brand of the oh, motherfucker. But I'll tell you something else. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. It's a good name. I, you're going to need me on another couple podcasts. But the thing <laughs> is that uh, in pitching this show, yeah. I'm sitting there with these executives, and they're the big, they're the decision makers. Right. There's levity's involved, mm-hmm. E1's involved, mm-hmm. William Morris Endeavor's involved. Mm-hmm. We're in with the right people. Right. And uh, and one guy said to me, what do you want out of the show? I said, listen, I'll tell you something. The show doesn't have anything for me. Just right. something I'm doing now. I go, I want to do business with you. I really do. I go, but I got to be very honest with you. If my phone rings, it's my wife and she needs to talk to me. I'm going to walk out that door. And I'm not going to look back. <laughs> and the guy's like, really? You would that? I go, listen, man, I, I really want you to whip your checkbook out. But I'm telling you right now, yeah. if that phone rings, it's my wife. I'm walking out. It's great meeting you. And, and I, I still want to do it. But that's, what, that's what's important to me. Right. And after the meeting, the guy goes, hey, man, because I've never had anyone talk to me like that. Right. And I was like, great. Because I hope we can do some work together. Now, who knows? He may not buy the show. But I thought you sold the show. No, we haven't sold it yet. You're producing it with We've Brewer. produced it and we're pitching it. Did you already film it? Oh, yes. Yeah. So what is the show about? Tell me what the show is about. <clears throat> it's just about me being a comic, owning a club. Uh, you know, my life's kind of crazy. I'm on the board of education. I coach two soccer teams. Mm. I have sheep and goats. I have a farm. Yeah. You know, I, I'm completely overdedicated to my family. Right. Uh, and, and I love this career. And, yeah. I, you know, can and I, I know you, people. Can like I ask you. you a question? Yeah. Do you do drugs? No. Are you on anything? Mm-mm. This is you. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I've never... That fucking intense eyeball thing you have... Yeah. ...is you. That's me. I've never done a drug in my entire life. All right, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking you. No. Because you have... Uh, you have that fucking... I don't know what to say. Entrepreneur 
fucking energy that that you know what i mean that guy uh, for fifty dollars you too can flip a house and fuck you know what i mean you've got that fucking that fucking i am gonna make millions out of nothing energy that you like you don't like I, i don't see you taking naps I don't take a lot of that. Oh, but I got to tell you something. Too. This is the thing. It's it's now I feel more empowered now right. in my life than <laughs> ever because the 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 walls have been taken away, the keys. Listen, you're doing a podcast yeah. that that no nobody at NBC or CBS or anyone else can say, "No, no, Robert didn't fit our now." They yeah. can't stop you. Well, the, you know, I actually said this 2 years ago. Me, Billy Burr and Joe DeRosa were talking and we were having the you know, it's the same shit. It's like, you know, look, you want to be accepted into the, the inner circle. Of course, sure, of course you, you want the fucking NBCs and the CBS and the fucking, yeah. you know, the levities and the CAAs and all. Of course you do. Of course. But it usually happens when you don't want it. When you don't, yeah. Well, not that we don't want it when you don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. When I, I stopped, when I told Matt Frost, I don't want to audition for any more festivals. I'm done being rejected. The next year, I got every single festival. Yeah. Literally, in a row. Like, no, boom, 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 boom. No is the most powerful word, because but, you say, you know, I got my shit. If you want it, right. offer to me. Don't ask me to show you my wares. You know who the hell I am. But I didn't hate... This is the other thing, too. I don't hate them. The other, corn, the other side of it, some people hate them. Some people hate the business. Some people get yeah, bit, bitter and fuck them. And, you know, like, I never hated the festivals. No. Now, now that I like uh, Montreal Festival, just for... I love... I, I am good friends with a lot of people that run that festival. I really give a shit about people yes. behind the scenes. Yep. And if, and you like the people. If they never pick me again, I don't care. But if you know, if they do, that's great. But I really care about them. And I've had the best time. The Glass Festival was fucking great. And like I said this to Burr, like I was saying, uh, two years ago, it was like, why? I was sitting there with Joe talking about some funny shit. I said, this, this is our movie. This, and I said, this is it. Why go try to sell it to somebody? Why go try to pitch it to somebody? Why go on an audition? Why go on a fucking audition and try to book a role that uh, 99.9% I'm not going to get? Right. Because somebody mm-hmm. famous wants it. Let's just go make this. Let's spend our money, not on video games, not on fucking bullshit. Let's take a few grand each and make this movie. And we fucking did. And then it went into fucking the festivals. I've not seen try- the movie. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a 15-minute short. Tribeca loved it, picked it up, it killed. That's why I have that fucking... That's why I'm in the Writers Guild. Because that little fucking thought, and we didn't say, fuck it, or maybe next oh, week. We just went and did it, and then we, we kept doing it. We kept doing the next step and the next step. And the next step and kept doing that. We got a fucking book deal coming out with Simon and Schuster uh, for that little thought. Now, do you have a copy? Can I take a copy home and watch it? What? The movie? Your movie. Uh, I'll get you the link. A I link. love it. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing, too. That, now, 15 years ago, that wasn't doable for a lot of other reasons. Because the technology, because you had to develop film. Because some guy had to sit there and slice and cut. and yeah. you know, some, fucking, some little nerdy guy yeah. in a room going. Well, you you know, had to get a fucking, uh, you, had to, you had to rent a $500,000 camera. Exactly. A, Pan- a Panavision. And you can shoot it now on a goddamn <laughs> flip camera and it'll look pretty good. I'll tell you what. Uh, what are they? The 5Ds? Canon 5Ds? Is yeah, that what they're called? Great camera, yeah. I, 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 no joke, no fucking joke. I had, uh, you know, Jim Serpico from mm. Apostle. I, he came to one of my shows with his fucking 5D. We thought of a show the night before at a steakhouse. The next day we shot it. Absolutely. A fucking, we shot a fucking. Did you light it? We fought, we didn't need to. 
You didn't need to write it. It was a fucking, it's a, it's a talk show out of the back of a U-Haul truck. And we literally just pull up to star anywhere, pull up, open the back. And we interview fucking everyday people. Robert, I have had this idea forever, but I'm going to tell you something a little bit different, a little twist. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to do it with you if you're already doing it. I don't want to It's already you. done, but go ahead. Well, are you doing it as a regular thing? Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. I'd love to be we, a you guest haul, today. U-Haul. Yeah. No, I'm not doing the U-Haul. What I was going to do is the roving talk show. Right. And what I wanted to do yeah. is, for example, for musical guests, yeah. I wanted to go into the, into the subway. Right. And, okay, there's a guy playing right. the flute. Right. He's my musical guest. We, we actually pull up. We'll go, we actually pull up to the house, like the last episode, we pulled up to the house of the band and they came out and did the fucking show on the back of the, near the U-Haul. That's great. And then we interviewed them on the show, That's like great. a regular show. And then we actually did comedy. So I would, I'll definitely love to have you I'd love if to you want to do that. I'd love to. We had a Dan Soda. We pulled up right into a Dunkin' Donuts. We, there was like 10 people in the crowd from Dunkin' Donuts, an entire place. And he did five minutes stand up right there. It's great. Right now on the truck, five minutes stand up, killed it for five minutes. And then we did the interview on the show, did trivia. There was an audience there, people just walking by. There was a traffic jam behind him. Crazy shit. It, but that's more, that's more entertaining than something that got scrubbed by whosoever's people. Scrub meaning, you know, well, sanitized and right. washed and, you know, you can't do that joke and you can't do this. Right. Yeah. You can do whatever. I mean, look, we keep it, I keep it more clean than I do this podcast because I do, yeah, I do want fucking U-Haul is giving us free trucks. You know, uh, you know great. they're a great company and, you know, other companies, we pull up to a Dunkin' Donuts. We get Dunkin' Donuts to sponsor it. We could pull up, there was a, fu- uh, uh, a UPS truck drove by. I mean, literally the sponsorship is endless on this fucking show. It's unreal. But we pull up anywhere and interview anybody, anytime. And we had a doctor on the show who was an, uh, an ex-gang member. Uh, we had these chicks at Starbucks. See, to me, yeah. th- that show is more interesting right. than me listening to... James Franco talk about how he got into the character oh, of the guy yeah. at 127 hours. Fuck Not that yeah. James Franco was an interesting, I'm sure he is. Right. But okay, they've been doing that forever. Right. I, I, you can find Jimmy Stewart talking about getting into character with Johnny Carson, <laughs> yeah. and now I've heard every douchebag talk about getting into character. But here's the thing: is that you know, ba- I think around uh, maybe 10 years ago, you sat around and waited for somebody to give you something. Right. When somebody tapped you on the shoulder and said, you kid. And then when it didn't happen to guys like you or me or whatever, we just faded off into the distance. Disappear. Doesn't fuck that. Absolutely. Now we get to fucking just do it ourselves. And, and you know what's funny, Robert, is that the walls are coming down faster now. Right. Because, listen, you ask my daughter. I bet you my daughter doesn't watch much television. My daughter's watching whatever she watches yeah. on her MacBook. Right. Okay. So... For her, I bet she doesn't watch Modern Family, which is a good show. It's a right. funny show. Yeah, but she probably doesn't watch it because for her, well, why would I sit down and watch TV? I'm going to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Right. I want to see a guy getting hit in the balls with a with a sledgehammer on YouTube. Right. So the walls are coming down faster all the time, and now it's going to be the race to who can produce and who has the personality to draw people and, and entertain them. And this is what we've been doing for 20 years. So I think it's guys like us. And I don't mind telling people, look, you know what? When I walk on stage, I don't worry about whether you're going to be entertained. I know I'm going to entertain you. Right. That's not, I'm not, that's the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's weird. I, I think that, I think one thing that fame does give you is it gives you true fans of your comedy. 
And I was talking to Billy Gardell about this too, because he kind of popped. Oh yeah. He, he was, you know, just a guy like one of us, and then got that fucking boom, that break. Huge. I think he was we. He said he was he was weeks away uh, from quitting. Weeks away from quitting. Was he really? Yeah, he was weeks. He had a gig. Uh, his friend, um, his friend had a radio show in Pittsburgh, and they offered him a spot on the show. Just he could do his comedy, do the show, and li- just live life. Just, live. just live fucking life. Yeah. And I think you know that's what he, that's what he fucking did. He, he was going to do that, and then boom, just here you go, dude. And now all of a sudden he's showing up at shows, and they're fucking sold out with people, a hundred percent people to see him. Oh, There's, that's why I love clubs that don't give tickets out. Oh, yeah. That don't do, you know, that's why I love doing shows at the factory. You give some tickets out, but very, very few. Right. But you sell fucking tickets. Yeah. So people that come there either love your club and know what to expect and know how to act, yeah. or they love the comic that's there yep. and want to see him. Yep. You know, you don't, I don't, you don't really have troublemakers at your club. No. No. In fact, the last troublemaker we had, kind of funny, was a, uh, it was at the Wayne's Brothers show. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, but it was a it was a seventy two year old white drunk grandmother. Really, and uh, I forget which guy was on stage. It was one of the black guys, and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one of the black brothers. <laughs> yeah, one of the black. But he was great because it took. We had to call the cops. I mean, right. the the ordeal to get this was she was so drunk she had to be carried out by the cops. Right. The drunk grandson took a swing at me. It was a real mess. Really. Mm-hmm. And uh, and getting <laughs> out of the room, he uh, he stayed on stage the whole time. It took probably 45 minutes. He narrated the whole fight. And then he went right back into his act and murdered it. Right. They're very nice. Very funny guys and very nice guys. They're, the Wayne's brothers are nice guys. Very, I mean, very it's guy. a little annoying that, you know, I mean, look, you would do the same thing. is just keep passing it on and passing it on. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? People get annoyed at, dude, fucking how many Wayne's brothers? What are you going to do? It's, why would you not want your brother and your other brother and your other fucking cousin? And they're cousin all and talented. Your, and they're, well, let's not. I mean. No, look. they are. You know, I'll tell you something. They write those <laughs> movies. And listen, as stand-ups, those two guys that, that just started. They're workers. They were very hard work. They're fucking workers. That's one thing that I realized in the last yeah. in the last three years. It, it just go to work. Write a well, script. these guys did every write press. a write a fucking script. Absolutely. Write a TV show. Yep. If it fails, write another one. Yep. Film something. Keep doing it. Do a podcast. If it fails, keep doing it. Yep. Just keep doing. It. Just work the work. If you do the work, if you keep your fucking head down, yeah. fuck your agent and they suck and your manager and they don't get you what you want. You do the work and you'll get something from it. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Robert. I, I did I did a comic sale, which I, we taped and filmed and shot. And it's what great. What is that? That's a, a storytelling show. And it's... It, I was I, supposed to do that. Yes, you were. I fucking had to bail. What happened? I forget. It's, something it, came... Oh, my grandfather. Yes, that's right. My grandfather passed away. But you know who Jesus, ended up doing that show with what a shit year. What a fucking shit year it's, dude. I'm so sick of people fucking dying. Uh, Di Stefano, well, Geraldo, you know, my grandfather, Patrice. Fucking A. Well, you know who did... Geraldo filled in for... I filled in for him the next week. I was, I was literally there the week after Geraldo at your club was the last time I was there. Yeah, I was there the week, and it was That's fucking. Right. <sighs> well, that night, well, two things. Gerardo filled in for a comic style. Brewer had a death in his family. It was me, Brewer, and Brandon down in Philly mm-hmm. doing a comic style. Brewer called me up. He listen, man, I, I, my uncle just passed away. I, I can't come tonight. So we called Tom. Papa couldn't do it. We called a bunch of people. I Gerardo said, hey, "Listen, I'll come do the show." Mm-hmm. It was very skeptical coming down. This is really funny because. 
He went on. He went on stage and treated it for the first ten minutes like tough crowd. And you know how crazy Kevin Brennan is. Yeah. Kevin Brennan's yelling, it's not a tough crowd! Okay. Yeah, it's great. And Brennan's hysterical. So, Geraldo then settled down and started telling stories and not shitting on other guys while they were telling their stories. So he got it. So at the end of it, Geraldo says, hey, he goes, it took me coming to get it. He goes, that's a really fun show to do. Right. I can't wait to do another one. But Brennan was still pissed off that he had tough crowded it for the first 10 minutes. Really? And Brennan looked at him, you know how serious Kevin can be? And he goes, you're not doing another one. <laughs> Which was, you know, hysterically funny. But, uh, Geraldo filled in Loved the show Because this show Is different than Most storytelling shows This show you go up You do 10 minutes Of stand up mm-hmm. Everyone does their 10 minutes And then you can back up And you tell each other, Just like we're hanging Right now right. And you're going to Learn some shit about me And I'm going to tell you Some stories With the audience It becomes very Very fun to do Right. So I shot that show. I'm pitching that show. I shot the reality show. I'm pitching that. I'm going to shoot another show in January right. because the walls are down. I can go produce more. You take the money you have yeah. that you make and, the, and you can actually produce shit. Absolutely. And just sell it and get people to... And if it doesn't work, just keep doing it. And, it, and you know what happens too is it sooner or later someone says, hey, I got to be in business with that guy because that guy's going to hit or he's energetic well, or he's doing the work. Well, here's the thing. It's even like with this podcast is that, you know, thank God that these pe- these the people who fucking listen to this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's thousands of people. I can't it went from hundreds to thousands. It's great. And it'll go from and thousands to more. To well, it's not going to go to millions. <laughs> go to Robert it very well may. Well, here's the deal. Is that now I can sit here and, and have people on and talk about whatever I want. Yep. And the people that download this thing every Monday, yep. you know, you can promote your own shit now. And yep. you, the people are fans of mine and the people that I have on here. Yeah. So there's, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's not the, the power isn't in someone else's hand who's making the money. It's in my hands and my fans' hands. So Anything. as long as they keep listening, as long as they keep spreading the fucking word, uh, and there's people that donate to this thing. All, all this technology, all this shit is all bought from fans. Hang on one sec, all right? Yeah. Come on in. Actually, Jim Norton stopped by. Who? Jim Norton stopped by. Hey, buddy. Jim Norton. Oh, Jim Norton. shit. What's up, man? Um, oh, Jesus. That's my dog. Oh, look at Ke- that! My dog, it's Kelby. Please pick him up. Click. Um, my dog's love that one. This the boy dog who doesn't like anybody. Listen to him. He's, I have four dogs. He fucking loves Jim. Look at him. Because they both, when you wet him, they look the same. <laughs> How great is the kitchen? Looks good. Huh? I bought some uh, some frozen yogurt. Ooh. A marshmallow. Uh, Ooh. Marshmallow, uh, marshmallow, peanut butter for the guys. Oh my god, oh. look at you! That's like a real normal thing to do. Oh. I know. I gotta get spoons. Just stop do you by. Have spoons? Yeah, I miss Bob. Oh, but, I bought, but we need uh... <laughs> bowls. Yeah, bowls. Uh, I'll get bowls here. Sit here and talk to Vinny. Well, hold on a second. I have to pee badly. Where's Dawn? All right, you know where Dawn is. She's uh, she's out with Vinny's daughter and Vinny's friend. Vinny's friend. My friend is here, Jim. Yeah, he has a he has a fucking twenty year old girlfriend that he hangs out with. What's up? Uh, here's the other thing I tell you is it, the other thing that the podcast does for you. Yes, is it lets the marketplace 
decide on what you really are. Uh, don't don't <laughs> fucking do it, Norton. He was just making it. T- <laughs> I know he's such an asshole. Norton's disgusted. He face did. He I know. I'm not. I'm, the, I'm done now. I'm out. Cause Norton's here. I'm out. And no, no, no. Fuck you. I Norton's love Norton. No, I worked with Norton. It's, Back when Norton really stunk, so really? I have the secrets. Don't turn this into tough crowd. Don't <laughs> no, do no, no. it. Listen to me. Listen, very few people have very few people have climbed to that level of success with such mediocre talent. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, well, he's funny as shit. Well, here's the thing: is that <clears throat> the 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 group that I came up with, I yeah. came in just behind was Norton. Burr, Patrice. Norton uh, was already Morris. big? Well, no, no, but Norton and, and Patrice and Burr and, uh, well, I mean, Voss was already doing it. Uh, Keith was already doing it. I think Billy, Billy, Patrice, and, and Norton were kind of like at the same level when I came to New York. I came to New York like a year or a year and a half later. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like the little kid in the group. I remember Voss didn't accept me. Voss didn't like me. We used to always fuck with me, but I didn't really take a shit. We almost right. went at it one night, and we he flipped chicken wings on my lap at the cellar, Ugh. and we were literally going to fucking beat the shit out, like fight. And it was just like, what are we doing? What's wrong? And we've all, we've been friends ever since. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but he until then he wouldn't like let me in the fucking inner circle bullshit. But I missed. You know what? I missed. There's one thing that we used to have. We used to hang out all the time. Yeah. Before when we were all middlers. Yep. When we didn't headline and we weren't all over the fucking country or trying to make a fucking nickel to pay our mortgages, which God bless us, we all have. It's, How amazing is it that that we that you took some jokes and turned it into a mortgage? It's fucking crazy. It's I mean, great it's, country. It's, it's nuts. But it's uh, not doing it. In I, mi- I, I, I have fucking missed those days. Hang on one second. I'm going to switch everything up, guys. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to switch it up so Norton can have a microphone and, and yap. Did you stop into? Uh, hang on. Uh, all right. So uh, Jim Nor- Norton 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 has joined the fucking podcast with ice right. cream and farts. No, it wasn't ice cream. It was uh, frozen yogurt and a nice Ew. gasser to start things off with. It was terrible. It really was quite an awful thing. You came in, you sat down, you just destroyed Robert's kitchen. Yeah. One of these tastes, uh, he brought yogurt, frozen yogurt, but one of them tastes medicinal. Oh. No, 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 peanut butter. Mm. It's good. One of them. Mm. What is that, whipped cream on there? Mm. No, um, frozen yogurt, marshmallow. Mm. It's really good, Jim. Yeah. Oh, it's actually the containers that we're eating out of. Yeah. Was what I used to. Um, Put Kelby's shit in? No, when I had to. Uh, Clean up my bladder, my bag, my colostomy bag. Oh, cool. We would put it in this. So Maybe, maybe that's the medicinal thing we're getting. <laughs> Anyways, I was talking to, uh, talking to uh, Vinny about uh, actually having a life. You're one of the guys, Jim, who, I mean, you have a life, but you're, I mean, it's not the stereotypical life. Like, you have a family, I have yeah. a wife, I go on vacation, you Jim, go to fucking your farm with goats. Jim, Jim has a bevy of prostitutes. I know, it's so depressing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but dude, <laughs> I mean, I actually thought about you this week, dude, when I was away. I'm sitting there with Dawn, we're doing all this fucking regular couple shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, going out to eat and fucking, you know, putting on your polo shirt and your fucking dockers. Oh, you dropped again. No, I didn't. I swear to you. That's just hanging in there? Well, it's a dog. I would tell you. Uh, That actually fucking... You would tell me. That's true. Your 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 gassers are terrible, brother. Thank you. Really? All right. Well, that's... Cool. Are you dating anybody now? You're dating. You can see the fucking rainbow and anything. Um, I'm single. 
But yeah, but it's it. Do you do you want do you want a chick? Do you want to go on vacation? Like this, is what I was just talking to him about. I miss when we were all middle acts. I miss when we all used to go out to dinner every night yeah. and fucking we we'd hang down the cellar or the Boston. We'd go away on vacation together. We because we can't now because you're ahead. We're all all. Where are you going for Christmas? I have nowhere to go for Christmas. You're kidding me. No, I'm going to Boston. Fuck. Why? I'm trying to find something to do for Christmas. You can what come to my house. Yeah, well, I have no one, to, no one to see. My family, but they're South Jersey, like way down. It's not that far down. Dude, so I'm going to Boston. My family's in Boston. How long? I'm going. <laughs> yeah, you make me want to come back the next day. I'm going down. So I'm you're going to go to Boston, Monday. but you won't go to South Jersey? It doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to Boston. I'm wondering oh. how long he's home for. Oh, you can definitely. Listen, I'm being very serious. You can come to my house for Christmas. And we have a nice Christmas. We have a lot of people over. It's normal. I mean, it's just a fun thing. Well, you want to come to my family's for Christmas in Boston? Nah, it's too far to go. If I'm going to go that far, I might as well see my family. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, how far is your family? Like two hours, an two hour? And a half. Two and a half? Traffic. What traffic? It's on Christmas. There's That's no traffic. That's what I'm saying. There's no traffic. Oh. Do you not want to go home and see your family? I just don't want to drive. Is that really it? Yeah. Two and a half hours, you don't want to drive. Right. I'm not going to helicopter back. I got to drive back, too. Can you not fucking talk with your mouth full with like a load? Can't help it. <laughs> um, I feel bad. I, I, I miss, uh, we missed Thanksgiving this year. Well, we, we spent it together no. anyways. What are you doing for New Year's? The cellar. The cellar? I'm going to be at Vinny's Club. New Year's Eve. I know. Stop yeah. by. <laughs> yeah, stop by. Might as well. I'm not doing anything else. Stop by. Fucking jump on stage. Do fucking 40 so I can do 50. Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. I made a mess here because... I am, uh... No, I was going to go away to Minneapolis, or as my agent would say, Mini. Do you want to go to Mini? But um, I didn't because uh, I'm afraid of weather. You know what bugged me about your manager? This is fucking... His, his, uh... His shirts with his fucking initials JBL, on. yeah, he's a twat. <laughs> right now, he's in... Uh, he's on the Ivory Coast of Africa. And he's been, uh... I show you the picture of him? No. This he's he's really... He's a very nice but odd fellow. Yeah, I'm, I love Jonathan. Yeah, me too. He's a creep. But he's really, I mean, he's got a severe case. He looks like the guy that would, you know, come in, in, like in the movie back in the fucking 20s. He'd come in and, hey, ladies, buy everybody a drink. I'm trying to get shot in the fucking head by the bad guys. I'm trying to find the picture John (laughs) sent me. Hold on. This is what he's doing right now with his Christmas vacation. That's where he is. Oh, Oh, wow. See, now that's just, they don't look like nice fellas. Who's he with? (laughs) Uh, this is what the Libyan army. Who are they? No, it's in Africa. Well, Libya is in Africa. They're the rebels in Africa. And he said, now that the streets are have been, t- they're safe because the rebels are in control. Jesus Christ, it looks like one of little Kev shows. He'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's He'll safe. Talk to anybody, he's safe, but he's not safe because that's not a good environment. That you know. Yeah, he goes to weird places. Yeah, but I love those guys. I know a guy like that too. A fucking Jack Vaughn is. Listen, is someone like has to go do it, and someone will write the book. And it'll be a great movie, but it's, it's not going to be me. I've done it. I've gone to Guatemala twice. I was supposed to go to Burma. Colombia. Guatemala is not. No, it's not Africa. Guatemala's bad. Are Guatemala you fucking is kidding bad. me? No, Are you I, fucking nuts? I Guatemala, it says on the website, if you're American, don't go. Well, Guatemala The, the, the gorillas is, in Guatemala, I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be no, a few bad. years ago because they dismantled the military. So I now have, the actual the actual gorillas yeah. are the government. So now it's not that bad because there's nothing for them to do because they're all making money. But uh, no, no, no. I had a Guatemalan. They're not making money. We had a Guatemalan no, the, guy work for us. The gorillas are actually ma- the drug dealers <laughs> and all that. I actually had a uh, what's his name? Jack Jack Vaughn lived there. For, he lived there and on his prom night 
got pulled over at gunpoint. Who did? Uh, Jack Vaughn from Comedy Central. He went to a prom in Guatemala? Yeah, exactly. He, he, you know, he lived there. His father li- right. his father worked for the government, U.S. government, well, my, my, for Guatemala. And he had to, he lived there for, you know, his, his childhood. Well, this is not a, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. The guy that worked for me, his brother was shot and killed for a 10-speed bike. Who I would mean, hear that and laugh? <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah. Because this is not a punchline, but a guy was murdered for a bike. <laughs> well, because I have to say that same with you two assholes. Because I you, like, you know, he's eating ice cream. He's fine. Why are you mad? It's not. No, it, because Norton, Norton is the one of the guys I'm afraid to sit in a room with because why? he's so fucking funny. Well, I love and he's Brutal. Nah, yeah, he's fine. Him. He's eating ice cream. Norton, there's, there's no gentler Norton when there's little puppies around and fucking frozen yogurt. It's really good. Yeah, he's got a V-neck on. Come on. Yeah, he does. He does look rather unintimidating. Cashmere. Is it cashmere? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I, let me tell you something. I ate so much on my vacation to Aruba. You should I, lose weight, by the way. I, I know. I, I'm trying to. I worked out every day. I worked out. Uh, not every day. Let me let me not lie. Okay, Once. I worked out four days in a row. I did. We, I would wake up at eight in the morning and l- just walk for an hour. Right. Uh, with my wife, she made me work out, and I did yoga one day. Yoga, but brutal. yoga is fucking brutal. I threw up in my mouth. Nothing sounds like <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> the, the, the the rising dog pose. I got the downward dog. Dog went. I I threw up because I was so full from the night before. I threw up in my mouth. You threw up in an upward dog. I threw up. Let me just say this about yoga. Yoga is the faggiest sounding exercise, but it's hard to do. But let me tell you this, Robert. You need to lose weight because the weight you're carrying, that's heart attack weight when you carry it on waist like that. Hi, Jim. What do you mean heart attack weight? Because a well, man, when a man carries weight on the waist like that, yes. that makes you much more prone to a heart attack. This oh, I know. Is my, this is my uh, friend, Hannah. Oh, thank you. You did get your father a Starbucks, right? I did. Is that for me? Yeah. What'd you get me? It's a green tea latte. Green tea latte? You gotta love these kids. <laughs> so, but that's why that weight's dangerous. Hang on one that second. leads to. Uh, hang a heart on one second. Did you get me something, honey? Because Vinny's daughter and they got them for something. Oh, we only have Is this one yours? Have to share. You, you swear. want to tell a story behind the green tea latte? That, what? That looks rough. It was given as a free drink. Why? To her. Why? Because they wow, must have made a mistake. Right? She didn't like it, so she gave it to him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> wow, they didn't have to fucking ruin their yeah. fucking happy life. Wait, what Just happened? to get out of it and throw her under the bus, right. you fucking... I didn't hear what happened. Yeah, fucking... I mulled it over for minutes. Wait, wait I had the headset I didn't hear it. Something bad happened. No, I, My wife's I a fucking over. rat. That's what happened. Time, fucking Dawn's a real rat, Nort. Yeah. I can't... I, Basically, what happened was... <laughs> thank you, Norton. Uh, there was a mistake made. Yeah, the, oh, uh, and I got a lot to tell you because yes, there was a mistake. Yeah, oh, but you would have yes. never known that <laughs> if I didn't consider yeah. my wife. And my wife wasn't yeah. such a twizzle. Yeah. Thank you, Dawn. threw your pal, thank the 21-year-old, under the bus. You know what, Hannah? For just a moment there, I thought to myself, oh, I really could adopt this kid. But no, you're just like, thank you, Norton, uh-huh. for clearing that up for me. Yes. I, I know I have to lose weight. I mean, but here's the thing is that... I'm getting, you know, I'm getting fucking it's easy so to much lose weight. By the way, so much. I know. Easy. I've lost weight five times. I know. I've I lost it. I know how easy it's hard. It is. It's easy. It's easy. You just go to the gym and stop eating fucking carbs. That's For it. Me, That's simple. Uh, not hard. just carbs. You it's, can eat carbs. You but here's eat the smart. thing. Here's the thing. I quit eat smoking. smart, live right. Today in my new book, <laughs> <laughs> I quit smoking. Every diet book should be exactly that long. I quit yeah. smoking. Get four off your months ass ago. and don't eat everything exactly. you touch. <laughs> I I quit smoking four months ago. Good for you. So. 
You put way down because of that. Fucking absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I got to cut myself some slack. I know right. it, it's, it's like, you know, that was quitting smoking this time was fucking the hardest thing I've done. Well, that's it, important. It was fucking terrible. Norton, did you time. used to smoke? Yeah, I smoked for 17 years and I quit December of 01. Good I for quit. you. But you gained weight too. Yeah, I put some weight on, sure. But you can't, I, there's no way around it. I put weight on recently. I'm trying to knock it back off. How much weight did you look good, actually? I was going to... I feel gross. Yeah. No, you look good. Because I hurt my knee after John Jones kicked What'd me. What'd you do? John Jones kicked me you in the studio. My knee. <laughs> my knee. <laughs> but then I, I had a... So I was being gingery. You, know, you, you walk a certain way so you don't re-hurt re yeah. yourself. And I made my knee more sensitive because my thigh was sore. Right. I'm getting into bed one night. And you just kneel and twist in the bed. And I just... I pulled it. And I could feel I pulled it. Ooh. And for two days, I'm like, I'm going to need surgery. It was agonizing. And oh then God. it started to feel better. Did you get an MRI? No, I didn't need one because it's better now. Are you sure? I love oh, when fat it, people tell me their knees are bad. I'm like, your knees are heroic. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your knees are heroic. I was in. <laughs> there's nothing better to be fat and be in Aruba. I mean, yeah. just to wear. Where'd you stay, fucking, by the way? Uh, Manchibo Bay. Nice. We've stayed all over. We've stayed in pretty much every place there, except for the high-rise Hyatts. And did you take a Jeep and go to the back of the island by yourself? We've, we've done that. But did yeah. you do it on the tour, or did you do it no, by yourself? No, we did it by ourselves. That's, we've that's done great. both. We've done the tour, and I we did, did it by I ourselves. did it by myself one day. And did, you, did you ever do the cave where you get Yeah, you get on your knees. Yeah. So we went to the cave one night, just Vicky and I, yeah. and it's like at dusk. Oof. And some Aruban guy Why? walks out of the weeds. He's like, I'll give you the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go, there's no bats in there, right? Because my wife's afraid of bats. And of yeah. course, he doesn't speak English. He's yeah. going, no, no, no. And we get in there, and he shines a flash. I go, see the bats? And my wife's like, fuck. Norton, you, this cave. This, Yeah, because he's scared. Why? Because he wants to go to the girls, and you're holding them. No, no, no. He was shaking when I picked them up. I don't know. Because yeah. fucking Vinny's voice is high. My voice does scare people. <laughs> and it hurts dogs. All right, it's okay. Um, what happened in Aruba? Yeah, we went in, and then they... Um, they, you get down, Norton, there's these caves you go to on the back of the island. He's all nervous. Ah, shut up. Who gives a shit? Poor dog oh, shaking. fucking homo. Shut up. What? Uh, on the back of the island where you go in and there's literally you have to crawl on your stomach or your ass. What's that? To go. Mm -hmm. Is that no chip on the I podcast? What's that? Oh, Don was doing chip in Aruba. <laughs> fucking aggravated the shit out of me. Just <laughs> bugs me to know. We're in the, fucking literally in the water. It's beautiful out. I have my f iPhone in this new, it's called Life Proof Case. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're amazing. They work? Waterproof. Oh. Yeah, waterproof, yeah. Water, sandproof, waterproof, shockproof. You can drop it on the ground, bring it in the fucking ocean, right. drop it until in the, the case, nothing happens. Right until the case malfunctions. Yeah, no, until no. it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fucking fine all week, and I beat the shit out of it. And I have waterproof headphones, so you can listen to fucking water and swim and whatever. Yeah, why would you want to just enjoy the elements? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Well, why wouldn't you just enjoy the f being in the fucking... Why go well, there? Do you know how awesome it was? Fucking snorkeling, listening to music. That's got to be cool. fucking crazy that was. Yeah. I don't like the uh, waterproof headphones because they're all hard plastic and they hurt my ears. Yeah, we well, have sensitive ears. I have little ears. You've never been snorkeling. You've never no, done... Yeah, you've never done... Uh, you've never rented a fucking uh, three-wheeler and never went to a cave, never went on vacation. What do you do? Do you go on vacation? No. Why? <laughs> I would love to. I went to... Uh, uh, Vegas with my ex a couple years ago. 
I would like to go to a spa, but who am I going to go with? I have no one to go with. But why? Have you ever gone out of the country, like Aruba or Saint? No, Saint but I would. Arts, or you would. I would, but I'm work too much. I, I like. What would? But this is the thing. What would you do? Like I was, I was honestly well, thinking Robert, about you. Brothers on the, hang on one second. I was honestly God thinking about him on my vacation. Like I'm out in the sun. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Sitting out. I would sun. relax and do, and do that. What would you do? You're go so to the spa. Pale. You're like a fucking little baby vampire. I'd go to the spa every day. <laughs> get massaged. I would uh, get facials. I would lay on the beach. I would you go got a swimming. Facial? Yeah, I would. Why not? Yeah. No, because I, 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 I don't. You don't strike me as a facial Hi, guy. Hi, gentlemen. <laughs> I would you like that, Daddy. Yeah, hard, Daddy. <laughs> but I, this is what we talked about before about working and working and having a real life. Right now, no one's worked harder than Norton. Norton oh, works hard. Norton's a hard worker, man. He always just, working material, always writing new shit. But you really should get that other end of that life. I know. And what you might want to do is is just. Get a couple buddies and go somewhere. Some we should, I, I would. Mean, I would love should, to. We should. But my buddy is uh, busy for Christmas. All my friends are in relationships. I would yeah, love but to go here's away. Here's the thing, dude. We should go away. I texted you. Let's go see Brock. Uh, New yeah, Year's but Eve. we should go away. You do something. I, I would love to go watch the UFC fight. Yeah, but that. I mean, I'd love to fucking do that. I'm not saying I'd do that too. That's a night we, out. We, though. That's a night. You out. Not saying away. Vegas, dude. I understand that, but Vegas out, isn't away. Like you got to go away a to. Room. I'm going skiing in February. That's a way you're fucking. Gorgeous. I won't do that because I don't want to break my leg and then not be able to work. <laughs> I agree with him. I don't want to fucking. I'm not break skiing. My... But I'm saying it doesn't have to be skiing. Aruba, it could be whatever. Aruba is yeah. closer than Vegas. Okay, and I want to talk about spa? We got massages. We got a couple's massage, which I Ooh. do with you, yeah. uh, on the beach. Literally a hut on the beach with uh, all you heard was the ocean because it was as close as the window I is right that. now. And it was how great was that massage? It was the best Ever were you the only thing your that, iPod? And the only thing that fucking sucked is I rolled over with a fucking hard on, and I was embarrassed because my wife was right next to me. Really? And that Reuben flatback lady. Oh my! They, I have to show daughter. the monsters that they are. <laughs> <laughs> she she got she gave me a chubby. I was trying so hard not to get one. I'm sorry. I, I said chubby and all kinds of right. other stuff. That is a rather mortifying moment to be there with your wife. Because I was, I was, I knew what was going to happen. I knew the flip was coming. You know, it was that time where it's like, okay, roll over. But I was like, please, just go away, just go away, go away. And then it didn't, and it flipped and flopped, and I just felt it flump flap. And that, you know, her, she had big hands too. My, the lady I had was a like her hands were catcher's mitts. She was a big lady. Isn't that just a little weirder that you got a chubby? Yeah. A little, yeah. <laughs> that made the whole story yeah. a, Reuben, a little suspect. And a Reuben gentleman. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> he flipped me over with one hand. Yes. <laughs> he spoke like that choreographer who did the Coco Casa commercials. Seven up. Black bald guy. Forget it. Uh, Coco Casa. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> a good reference if anybody. Yeah, if you were in a fucking alt room on the East Village. Uh, um, I, I think you should. We should go away, man. I mean, like we went, go we, used to, we used to go away. That's the one thing I missed. Didn't you do Brazil with Patrice and Robert? Three times, yeah. Yeah, I missed. Yeah, I'm I mean, shooting something great. at the end of March or early April, and when I'm done with that, then I'm, I would. But what are you shooting? Just, I'm doing an hour for a production company. That's great. Yeah. We should go away, man. We should get Voss and stupid. Well, fuck Keith, but no, we should Look, see, even pretend. Invite me here, and then do the shit. I was getting, me. I was getting around to you. <laughs> yeah, but we should literally put it out there for everybody, and 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 go go and do something. Like, Listen, for a while, I said what I'd love to do away from, away from sets. Just even do a Tuesday night, get together and have a dinner somewhere. Like, just sit in the city and have a dinner because that's the other thing that happened in, in our business. We see each other at a club. 
Yeah. Like Norton stopping over at ice cream is very impressive to me. That's, I mean, <laughs> like that. Can, no, I'll tell you why because that that tells me you're. Uh, I don't know how to explain this, but there's that other aspect of your life. You go, I'm going to stop and see my friend. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, f- find people to do stuff with, like go out to dinner. Yeah. I-, I can go out to eat almost every night, and it literally, there's no one to go to dinner with. Right. Yeah, see, I would go to dinner with you in a heartbeat because, uh, you know, to me, I-, I enjoy that. I enjoy talking outside of the industry. When I go to a spot, yeah. it's, you're doing well, a spot. You know, I mean, here's the thing, too, is like, you know, as soon as, like, this kitchen, the reason why I want my house back is we used to have, like, even Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving at my house all the time. You'd come over, yeah. we'd hang out. I mean, Norton used to used to come over my place. There was nothing better than Norton would come over, eat, play with my dog, fall asleep in my recliner. Oh, yeah. Eat some more. We lived in the same building. And then go get a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> It was like it was like having a cool song. Oh, you mean a traditional holiday, yeah. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. <laughs> well, yeah, to me, but even when he has a girl, I mean, you girl, you guys would come over all the time. Hang yeah, out. yeah, yeah. She and I are still friends, so I may I may eat with her this week. No, well, I'm off every night. I want to go out and do stuff. Right. I want to go out to dinner. When do you go to Boston? Uh tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Fuck. Let's go. I will. I will come you know take you to tomorrow? dinner on the 27th of December. Okay. Let me see if I'm available. I nah, see you right away. We got check. No, I, just no, I would love to do it. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing red eye one night, and I think I am available that night. Is it Tuesday night? Tuesday night. No, it's a Wednesday night. I'm doing red eye. No, that's not. Red, red, red eye is the 28th. I'm doing Tuesday red eye 27th. Tuesday. I'm doing red eye t- Tuesday. Oh Res right. Red die. Yeah. I'm sorry. The 28th. I have Tracy Morgan doing the club on the 26th. No, the 27th. I can do. We're talking okay. about this thing. So. Look at that. Yeah, I can do that. What's Pa-pow. this? Pow. Don't right. do it. I'm putting it for dinner. Oh, don't fucking do it. Cool. It's great. That's I'm fucking ta- great. Yeah. Huh? Very nice. I'm going to take Norton to dinner on the 27th. All right. I'll call you. I'm a good dinner companion. Oh, I hope you cancel. I know some very good places in Manhattan. <laughs> I bet you do. I like yeah, this good is the best part about fucking Norton, though, is that he takes you out to eat. He'll be like, let's go get some food, and he takes you to fancy places. I'm a gentleman. The last dinner I had in the city, without a set being attached, right. were they, with a comic, right. was with Patrice. Right. Uh, after we did Tough Crowd, that's how many years ago that was. And really? I, I remember sitting there saying, well, it's just nice. We're just hanging out, having dinner. In fact, I think Danielle may have been with us. Um, and you may have been at that dinner. We went to the Radizio, the Brazilian joint. Oh, uh, it's called uh, Plataforma. Plataforma. That's where we went. I think you were there. We went to the original it, one in Brazil. Yes. We went to the guy who owns the one here. We went to the one when, when, when we were in Brazil. But, yep. you know, what's so funny is, you know, I was on vacation this week. And, you know, I, I, I literally thought about him. Every fucking day, and I was in the I was in the ocean by myself, just bawling, yeah, like a little baby. Thinking about me? No, not I'm you. I'm kidding. But uh, but Patrice and I was just like, I just don't get it. Still, I still can't. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it does. It, it's one of those weird things. Just like I have, because I've talked. I talked to Vaughn yesterday for like an hour. It's one of those weird things where sometimes it just makes completely no sense, and you think you can go back and undo it, but you can't. Um, it's very, very uh, surreal. It just doesn't... I, I sit there and I'm like, I don't get it. It's yep. like, I don't... Because here's the thing is we would go for so long and not talk yep. because we're comics. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you just talk to them every day mm-hmm. or see them all the time. Right. And you, it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, there's that sense that, oh, he's going to be back any day because he's just away. And I but, still I still have that. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that I'm not going to be able... It doesn't fucking make sense at all. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. 
how it, it, it's just, it's not fucking computing to me, and it, it's still fucking killing me, like. Have you, uh, see, I've lost so many people in my life, I've, I'm actually, I can, I understand it. I don't like it, I don't, that it's disturbing and it's upsetting, but I get it. Because the bottom line, this is what I tell people, and I don't mean to get into some big heavy thing, but the bottom line is, you know, you're born, you live for a while, you die, that's the gig. And I get very upset now people that piss away my time with their unnecessary drama. Like, I'm really at the point now where there's drama in my life. I just, okay, go do that somewhere else. Because I don't know when my last day is. Hmm. No one does. And no one, and even, you know, I really just don't want to be around that. Because I think I've come and understand that more and more. And I think Geraldo, right. uh, you know, you know Barry J, right? Barry J, yeah. Barry J, my friend of the club who yeah, did sound yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, my friend Barry never smoked a day in his life. He, just, he did? No, he didn't oh. pass away. But he had tongue cancer. Jesus. And Ugh. last Tuesday. Huh? If he doesn't smoke, how does he get that? Well, that's my whole point is he had his tongue, his larynx all removed. And, you know, oh. no, one's ha- no one's handled this kind what of adversity. What did you say to that? Well, you know, listen, I'll tell you something right now. Uh, Barry J is the most, he's the strongest person I know. Because I took, I picked him up from the hospital yesterday. Do you think he got it? Honestly, you can get it. Like, uh, they, they see you can get throat cancer from oral sex. If you, someone has, oh, seriously, if someone has like, from, uh, yeah, from that, that HPV or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Fucking it. HPV can be, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think they can pin it down to why he had got it. his tongue and larynx. Was that he got his tongue and larynx? He's got so a he can't talk. I'm sorry. He can't talk. He'll never talk, never swallow solid food again. But here's the point. Don't live your life in this. You got to live your life in a happy place because you know what? You just don't know what's coming down the pipe. Did he drink? You know, not not a heavy drinker. I mean, he enjoyed scotch. How did he know he had tongue cancer? He had had been experiencing slurred speech for six months. They did a million tests. They they couldn't diagnose it. And then finally they diagnosed it with tongue cancer and that was the treatment. Wow. If they would have got it earlier, would they have been able just to take out a little piece? You know, I ask you know what sucks about this, this <laughs> stage of life is that something's coming for all of us. Something's coming. Listen. We just don't know what the fuck it is. But that's a very good thing to keep in your head and live your life positively. Listen, again, I don't want to turn to Tony Robbins, but yeah, you got to know that. So enjoy your moment. If, if he's standing there for, I see it coming, Norton. I see the comment on your stupid I face. <laughs> I fucking see it. I just, I know you're going to shit on me. No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't even have to, but you got to know that your, your ticket's coming. And whatever it is, go ahead. <laughs> go. I, don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> you know you were going to say something. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's a good philosophy. I. Uh, uh, it's just fun. I mean, that's why I go on vacation every year. I actually I opted out of the last episode of this show that I'm on, uh, the the CBS show. I called him up. I said, if you guys need me, this was months ago. If you need yeah. me for that week, great. But I'm like uh, a week to week. So I don't know if they're going to use. I didn't know if they're going to. They were going to use me the week after. They wind up using me every episode. It's crazy. Just writing me in. But I didn't know that. But it's like, okay, do I gamble and just just stick it out and then they don't use me? And then I don't go on. You know, so sh- I said, look, if you're going to use me, let me know and I'll, I'll cancel it. And they never. They were like, ah, we don't know. So fucking do what you got to do. And we went, and it's like, fuck that. You know, I'm sitting there going, fuck, I, you know, I, should I have stayed? I could have, uh, the money would have been great. It was the last episode. Fuck me. But 
There's nothing I could do at that point. I gave them the opportunity. They fucking blew it off. So I had to go do what I'm going to do. You got to live in the moment. Don't worry, and I wouldn't change a thing. I had a fucking blast yeah. of doing nothing for, this is not, where I, for 10 days. This is where I want my head to be. I went to bed at 9.30 one night. At fuck, I was so tired. Yeah. I went to bed at 9.30. I, was, I haven't gone to bed at 9.30 since I was like 8. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. And I woke up the next day, not like at 5, going, what the fuck do I do now? And <laughs> there, was no, there was no internet, really. I didn't have Twitter. I, didn't have, I was, I was kind of off the grid a little bit, which was... Okay, wait a minute. You weren't off the grid. A little bit. There's electricity and hot water and shit. I'm talking about <laughs> as far as Facebook, Twitter, my fandom. There was no room bullshit. service. But literally, you're doing it. As far as show business, you're off the grid when you're on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Man's got a point. Uh, doing a fucking podcast out of my undone kitchen. Right. But listen, you enjoyed yourself, and that's what, this is why I want to be in my head. Yeah. Last week, we took our dog, our little dog, to the, to the groomer. Right. We, my wife got all dressed. We're going to go. We have to get a whole day to do. Yeah. So we're going to drop the dog at the groomer. She puts the dog in her lap. We drive 10 feet. Dog pissed all over her. I mean, all over her. She laughed her ass off. She's like, oh my God. And I'm like, How? I would have killed that dog. That dog wouldn't have made it. I would have just gone to, the, gone to the groomer and handed her the pelt. But she just laughed. She's like, you know, it's, it's, what are you going to do? Piss your whole day? I see the comment. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, I, I was just alone the thing. I, I, I think I, that's why, like, I think of Norton. I get, I was, I was thinking of this week, like, fuck, you should go away. Like, we should do shit together. Like, uh, like we used to do, like go away and not do comedy. That was the best part of going to Brazil. We didn't do comedy. We just laughed and it didn't have to do with fucking sets or where you're going or what you're doing. There was no show at that, that yeah. night. And it was like, fuck. And it was all about... It was just fucking the... Well, fucking I'm happy to do that, but everybody's married or in relationships. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm having a couple of young ladies come in the next week or so. Who? I don't know. Yeah? Maybe. maybe. Oh, good. You should come maybe. on. We should do dinner. I mean, Ooh. are they ladies that I can bring my wife around? Sure. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, if there was a video component. Just, it would yeah. be on his face right Dawn, now. Dawn, do you have a problem with um, ladies with Adam's apples? <laughs> <laughs> no, she had whatever. She made one sausage soup that you ate. <laughs> yeah, no. I How just, great was Bailey J? She's very nice. You know oh, the girl, the Liz. She's, what a fucking club. sweetheart. Always wanted to date you. Our, our girl Liz that worked at the club. Who? This is years ago. She wanted to date you. Why would you tell me eight years later? Because <laughs> well, he's a cock blocker. No, I think that <clears throat> that. that I think that Norton Liz, what'd she look like? She, girl, she was an actress, pretty Blonde? girl. No. Oh. How old? Well, back then she was twenty four. Wow. Why would he tell me all these years later? Because he's a conk blocker. He didn't you want you to know it. Is you, she pretty? Yeah. Huh? How pretty was she? This was a Eight. Why are you backing out of this? You well, can't because in I, I, I'm trying to remember Liz. I'm trying I don't to, give a shit I don't know girl. if I know her. Do I know her? <laughs> Liz wanted to date me. You so spent a lot of time talking to her. I'll tell you a good funny story. Forget you. Wait, no, no. I want to hear about Liz. So she wanted. Wait, where did Attel we... was there one day, and Attel was hitting on my wife's friend Mariam, hmm. and Mariam treated him like it's before Attel popped. Treated him like shit. Then he gets a show on the air. He's a big star. He's making a ton of money. And Mariam actually comes to the club. And she goes, "Can can you call that Dave guy for me? Oh my god, like that train left the depot when you shit all over him when he was just a." Uh, anyway, who's Liz? Who's I'll Liz? find her. I'll, I'll Facebook Liz. I might have somebody for you. Who? How I'm old? I, um, thirty, 
All right, that's as high as I go. Really? Yes. Why? Why? 30 is the top, the maximum age. You, what, what's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you go 35? Wait, how is, old are you? My wife 43. is 30-something. You're 43 and you yeah. won't date a girl over 30? No. I wouldn't even acknowledge one over 30. You wouldn't hook up with my wife? <laughs> My wife, wife is thirty something. But Dawn's, Dawn's your wife. I don't look at her. She, I don't look at her like. You don't think my wife is pretty? There's nothing to do with that. You think she's pretty? Yes, but it's not. I would never look at her inappropriately. Because first of all, you're lying. No, I'm not, no, no. Are, 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 I can't I, I, even. Okay, I have evidence. Yeah. I'm in my house one day. Dawn comes out of the bathroom, which is behind Norton. I go, Dawn, put a shirt on. He did. He turned around so fast to look at my wife's tits. It <laughs> wasn't like even saying, funny. He almost like snapped saying, his own neck. That's like saying I yelled fire and you looked. Does that mean I want to fuck fire? I mean, you just look when someone says something like that. What, honey, put your shirt on? Who wouldn't look? Everybody. I'm almost ready to look now that you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just double checking. Everybody would look. Girls, put your tops back on. Yeah, everybody would look. <laughs> he didn't look. Because he knows. He wouldn't look if I said that. Yes, I wouldn't, wouldn't look. I wouldn't, he wouldn't have heard you. But if he heard you, he would look. <laughs> If you signed it. Norton, yeah. Norton has to be the fastest cocksucker in the business. If Norton... He's Norton, 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 he's Two like, guys. Two guys annoy me in the room because they're that good. Oh. Anthony, Anthony and who? Norton. Anthony Comey is very funny. Oh, Anthony's... Yeah, Anthony's... Oh, Jesus he's Christ. just so goddamn fast. But here's the thing about Anthony, though. Anthony has a heart. Like, Anthony will go, aw. Norton has a big heart. Anthony, Norton. Anthony's more brutal than all of us. He is, but brutal. Anthony, if he likes you, he's nice. He has a heart. He's like, ah, oh, come on. I was kidding. He'll give you a little bit, you know what I mean? Norton, if he, if Norton he always like does you, it with that smile. I don't think you shit anybody you don't like. Not really. We're not in fun. Like, it's it's obvious. Like, I don't, I'll attack my friends, but. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm it's too obvious when I really mean it. It's not fun yeah. to do when I really yeah. mean it. Like, you know, I mean, I can't playfully attack somebody who I don't like because they know I'm not kidding. Yeah. Right. Now, I've seen you snap on a couple people. Yeah, it's not. It, when it's real. Yeah. You know, I it's snapped not, on one day. <clears throat> Buddy Bolton. Why? I tried to break his ribs. My wife stopped me. Why? Why? Buddy Buddy wanted to work the club. You tried okay, to break now, his ribs? He, I tried to break his ribs. Jesus. Buddy <laughs> wanted to work the club, and I don't have any waiting positions available. <laughs> he wanted to work the club in the worst way possible. Right. And every time I walked in the comic strip, he would bust my balls. Oh, there's any brand. There's any, I don't work the stress factory. And he would just make a production. Yeah. And I said to him a number of times, listen, buddy, when I'm in here, I'm just some comic doing spots. Leave me alone. So, he, But he's making a big deal, making a big deal. So finally, I'm like, you know what? He can't hurt me in December. Because Buddy's not a bad act. It just isn't what I would normally book. Right. So I said, let me put him in December. He's a funny enough guy. And I book him in December. And I tell him, you got the second week of December. And Buddy, for whatever reason, because he's half crazy, you know, hi, kitten, the whole nine yards, just doesn't acknowledge it. And I keep telling Buddy, you have the second week of December, second week of December. So I, I'm taking my wife to dinner. I go, I'm just going to do a quick spot. We'll go to dinner. And I said to her, I'm already psycho. in a bad mood. <laughs> Why would you do that? What, well, about, what about your life? <laughs> no, no. I, so she wanted to come to do a city. quick spot. I know, after, after his big speech about yeah. live life yeah. to the fullest, <laughs> no, she now won. he's like, look, we were on our way to the hospital. I said, let me do 10. <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing his daughters to do a podcast. He really he's fucking multitasking cocksucker. I, uh, I just hear me out. She his wanted daughter's to go to friends city. Did you here. tell your daughter that you were coming to a pot? You probably said, hey, let's go out for a night in the city. No, we'll see the I tree. Didn't, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, I, so it's so what happened is so I, his daughter's pretty funny though. Yeah, she's she's, she goes, she's going downstairs with my wife. She goes, I'm gonna miss the funny. Oh wait, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> 
ah, she's nasty. Yeah. It's a long walk. So, Buddy, yeah. I walk in the strip, and I told my wife, I'm already, I don't want to deal with any comics asking yeah. for spots because at the strip, it was always bad. <clears throat> and Buddy's there, and he starts again with the whole, oh, there's Vinnie Brown. I headline everywhere, but I don't headline this. And he's going, on, on, on. And I go over to him, I go, Buddy, I go, you have the second week of December. And, and he's calling me kitten, and he's purring, and I'm like, all right, stop. I'm not in that mood. But you can break a man's ribs. Wait, wait, what did he say when you said like, you have the second week in December? Did he acknowledge He just you? kept ignoring me. He's going, no, I don't work the stress factor. I don't work the stress factor. And it's a good way to break a man's ribs. If you grab him from the side, mm-hmm. you can put your thumb up on a rib and just pull in, mm-hmm. and you can snap a rib in. Like yeah, my that. little brother did that to me last year. It hurts. So I... I had just read. Anyways, you fucking jailhouse psycho. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, well, Buddy's also. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can break a rib on Buddy by looking at him hard. Yeah. So yeah. I grab him and I pick him up. And I go, oh, Buddy, I love you. And I, I pull in hard. And Vicky's there. And she's like, put him down. And Vicky pinches the back of my arm super hard. Right. So I have to put Buddy down. Right. Because you can't do that. You can't yeah. just break someone's rib. I'm like, yeah. well, he's got to leave me alone. And so then I told him, Buddy, you have this week. And he goes, Mom, I don't work the stress factor. And then I just, I go down and I say, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to put him in. Yeah, but really your, wife is, your wife is right, though. You can't just break people's ribs. She's very calming influence on me. Well, yeah. It's very, no, but it's, it's actually pretty smart. She's very smart. You, you know, well, I mean, it's... Vicky, it's, Vicky stopped me from <laughs> two very bad things. She stopped me from possibly murdering a kid. Right. Uh, years ago at the club, there was a young kid that worked for me. And he said some really inappropriate things to my oldest Oh, I daughter. remember that. Yeah, I remember that. And that kid was going to get hurt bad. That right, kid was yeah. going to well, that, that, that deserved. Well, she pulled me off him. He had the deep purple bruise around his neck. I mean, I was, he was down. Right. And I was like, "That's it. You were done." His mother actually brought him she back. She took in. the sled off the wall and hit him with it. <laughs> yeah, it said rosebud. Well, his, his mother, his mother brought me back in and brought him in and said, "What'd you do to Mark?" Right. I'm going to go to the cops. And I said, well, before you go to the cops, let me tell you what Mark did. Right. And she and got mortified. Now, six months ago, I go to my dentist. Yeah. And the hygienist says, uh, I'm Mark's sister. Yeah. So, oh, no shit. I yeah. go, and I was like a little uncomfortable. And she goes, I want you to know you saved Mark's life. I go, what? And she goes, after that night that you did that, he straightened up and he stopped being, because he was being a pain in the ass to a right. lot of people. And she said, you saved his life. I think you choked it out of him. Right. I told, I told Vinny this. <laughs> he likes stories with a beginning, middle, and a happy end ending. He's a very lifetime channel um, conversationalist. There's a, there's a moral. There's a ray of sunshine. morals at the end there's of There's a ray everything. of sunshine <laughs> at, the, at the end of every one of his I almost killed somebody stories. <laughs> it's not about his rage issues yeah, yeah. or about the fact that he has a fucking hair trigger temper. It's the ray of sunshine at the end. You really are. You know, fucking glasses half The real story psycho. is I almost choked a kid instead of, <laughs> instead of firing him. But, but he turns it into I saved his life. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Wow. That's very good. Yes. That's like Richard Speck telling everybody, like, no, no, I just prevented a bunch of bad nurses from getting jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. Anyways, man. Well, listen. We're promoting the um, Stress Factory. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me. Are you on the show? Yeah, of course. All right, so it's me, you, and then some fucking... Leonard Marcus. Lenny Marcus. Lenny Marcus. Fucking love Lenny Marcus. I know. Well, you know what happened? Lenny was... I haven't talked to Asti in five years. Right. So Lenny... Why did you stop well, going there? Reverse that. 
Esty hasn't talked to you in five years. Go ahead. That's true too. <laughs> uh, no, she just she just put me on hiatus list right. uh, because I went on vacation and I I never called back in. I'm like, you know what? I'm a grown man. I go on vacation. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I like Esty. Esty's very nice, huh? Where'd you go? I went skiing that time. Okay. And that was what my impression was. Who knows why? You know, it could have been the bad sets. But anyway, <laughs> so what happened is uh, this, uh, fucking chip. Lenny Lenny uh, was booked there, but. Right. Matt had said, well, Robert's going to want Lenny. And I said, okay. I thought Robert, I mean, I thought uh, Matt booked Lenny. Oh. So I called Lenny on Monday to confirm. And he goes, Vinny, I'm at the cellar. He goes, right. you got to call Esty and ask if it's okay with Esty. I go, Lenny, I haven't talked to Esty in five years. Right. But she's very pleasant. And she said, you know, Wait, he want, Lenny wanted Vinny, uh, you to call for him? Yeah, I called for him because it's the right way to do it. Because Esty booked him and she didn't want to have a, he, Lenny didn't want to have him. Wait, wait, wait. This is for New Year's Eve? Yeah. yeah, Lenny. No, the way to—that's not me. The way for, to handle that is for Lenny to call Esty and go. I got another gig. No, that you pays can more. do that, but Lenny. I would never ask a club owner to call another club for me. Well, Lenny. Lenny's not. He's probably a little scared of his position at the salo. Texting me right now. Where he's, uh, you know, he's maybe a little nervous. Where it's like, can you do that for me? Do me a solid. Yeah, okay. because you know, he, listen, he, he doesn't want Esty to be in bad standing and not get spots because Esty's. Right. Resty's using them and, you know. Stop explaining. You know, and then things, you know, sometimes when you do things, you you know, and then. (laughs) Yeah, see, here's the difference. You know, Jim, you can cancel, you can cancel a spot. People are going to say, okay, Jim canceled. I'm going to put him back on the show. Right. Lenny doesn't have every other week appearance on Leno and our daily radio program to, you know. And Esty was very nice about it. And I actually enjoyed talking to him. So here's the deal. It's me, you, Lenny Marcus, Thursday one show at the Stress Factory in New York. Yep, that's going to be fun. Thursday's going to be the fun. Thursday's going to be fun. Uh, I gave out some tickets last night. That's great. Um, so I'm going to get those, uh, and I'm, we're going to, we should give out a couple tickets now. You want to give we us should, Yeah. I mean, uh, saying now is odd because it's going to be when they broadcast, but yeah, well, it's, it's actually, it's, it's uh, Monday. It's coming out Monday. So yes. we'll give out a couple tickets by Tuesday. How are you going to give out the tickets? Because they got to email. This. I'll tell you how you do it. You email Vinny at stressfactory.com. V-I-N-N-I-E. All right. The first, the first, how many people? For Thursday night, everyone listening. <laughs> so five. Oh, wait a minute, I can't give away two tickets. <laughs> the first time. Ah shit! Oh, you made Vinny. it funnier. You All made right. it funnier, son. Go ahead. I, I the first, think the first we'll, do five. For, we'll do it for the first ten. I'll give away ten at the two for Thursday and Friday. We'll mix Thursday them up. and Friday for whatever you want. So right. you, you for the first ten people. For Thursday or Friday show, one show Thursday, two shows Friday. Right. If you email. V I N N I E at stressfactory.com, or you can call 732 545. Ha ha ha. And uh, <laughs> see you know how many people will come up to me and do that? Just walk up to the club and go, I'm all right, okay. I'm a fan of the show too. Um, so anyway, if they if they call the club and say I heard the Robert Kelly podcast, perfect. And and if I may be the whore that I am, yeah. because I don't tweet, right? But I do have a Twitter account. I, I know tweet. you do. I actually, uh, it's, it's Vinny underscore Brand. Yeah, I've been working on my tweets because I I don't find my life that fascinating. Yeah. But yet I enjoy tweeting. Tweet well, jokes. Some, That's some what people, are good some for. people actually, he's good at tweeting. He's very Morgan good. Murphy's really funny at tweeting. Andy Levy's funny. I'm not. I. I. I you know what? I. I, I get. To, I'm, I. I sometimes. I've spit it out, Bob. I've typed one <laughs> funny thing. Oh, two <laughs> funny things on Twitter. Do you have That's any it. followers or following you? I I, t- I promote shit. I once in a while I'll get a good one. I I, I did one good one. It was uh, black women shouldn't wear uh, oh, white deodorant because it looks like their armpit just ate ice cream. 
That's just racist. It's pretty. You funny. should stick to promoting shit. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Go find yourselves. I don't care what That's you think. That's just hateful. <laughs> it's, hate it's hateful. Speech. Comedy of hate. I don't go for. It. <laughs> um, so your Twitter is uh, Vinny underscore brand. Right. Okay. Cool. And then uh, we'll give away first uh, ten people to email Vinny. Uh, we'll get some tickets. It's going to be great. Mm. And then New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, two shows, 8 and 10.30. That is, you're going to have more fun on New Year's Eve in my club than you can imagine. Well, here's the deal. We got two shows. The first show is $40, a ticket. You get... Dinner and show. Dinner and show. And the second show is uh, $98, and you get dinner, show, open bar, and dancing right. afterward. That's going to be fucking nuts. I'll tell you so it's well, worth the mon- it's well worth the money, because you'll spend way more money at a fucking bar oh, buying God. drinks for everybody. I think the term you're looking for is you get a lot of bang for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Leave it to Norton to really you know what? plug it. Uh, you know who did New Year's Eve one night, and he never did New Year's Eve? He hated New Year's Eve. Who? Patrice. Right. And he wouldn't do it. Right. And I called Matt, and Matt's like, Vinny, he's not going to do it. And I called Patrice, and said, Patrice, I'm telling you, you're going to have fun. Right. And then he did New Year's Eve. He had a blast. Right. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I actually only do The Cellar. Um, I've done the cellar, which I have fun because I know everybody. It's a good time. And I did the Boston Garden with Dane one year, which was like 18,000 people. That's crazy. It was ridiculous. But Norton, I, how, come, how come you don't go out? Or do you ever go out and just go do a big show? I always do. But this year is the first year I'm not in years because it would have been Minneapolis. But like I said, I'm scared of weather. Like I think you could have a snowstorm and don't miss a flight and there'd be no uh, – and you miss your gig. Be so uh, now do you do a club or do you do a big theater or – Small theater club. A couple years ago, I did... Um, Why don't you get a bus like Madden and just travel the country? <laughs> well, the snow will stop that, too. Yeah. I was kidding. I will do... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I got my serious moment. Well, you know, Robert. Snow will stop that, too. It's no good. What's your next plan? If they close down I-70, Robert, that's yeah. a terrible road. You'd have to have a plow on the front of that bus. Go ahead, Norton. Tell us. <laughs> looking at the dog is finally calm now. Uh, at least you're not looking at the girls. Um, no. all Dawn, right, so listen, Dawn has had it with our presence. So check it out. So make yeah. sure you go to stressfactory.com. Com, yeah. uh, Dawn is watching this podcast the way I watched The Help last night. <laughs> How was The Help? Uh, it was a really inspirational story of, a, of a, the courage of a white journalist. It was okay. What was it? About black maids. And wait a second, did the white girl learn anything? You well, saw that good. fucking movie? Yeah, I wanted to... That book is supposed to be amazing. Why it's the okay. fuck the would you... I hate that. Did you read the book? Red-headed, lisping no. bitch. Have you read We the Animals, oh, by the way? Oh, she's good. Fifth. What? Have you read We the Animals? No. I'm going to tell you something. Is Both it French, me. as in Yes, the Animals, or is it... No, W-E, the Animals. Book's 110 pages long. The greatest... I'm telling you right now, you got to read it. Really, like, uh, but you're gonna read it and go, "Holy shit!" I just got punched in the stomach. But you're gonna laugh a little, and it's great. Right. It's a little long, though. Read the animals. How many pages? 110 pages. Very short novel. It's a short. Film. It's almost I'll a novella. Say. It's almost a novella. Yeah, a novella. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. All right, let's fucking end this thing. It's uh, it's yeah, thanks please. for coming on, dude. Thank I really you, appreciate sure. Vinny Brand. Oh, sorry. Um, make sure you check out his comedy, and make sure you check out his fucking his uh, comedy club. You need decaf coffee? Yes, we do. Let's have some decaf. All right, relax. Let me end the fucking show. End you it. fucking party end pooper. It. And, uh, party pooper? Jim, this is your idea of a party? Two guys in an unfinished kitchen? <laughs> Talking to 13 Jim, people? Jim fucking Norton, at Jim Norton on Twitter, and that's it for you know what, dude. Merry fucking Christmas. Did you Christmas. hang a lower chandelier in here, too? Which one? That one? Yeah. That's for the table. Oh, okay. That's where the table goes, you jackass. Right, and that's Dawn's. I didn't say she, I didn't like it. It was just too you low. You did. You did. It's not too low. Yeah, it's, There's it's a table like supposed a to go there. Um, <laughs> all right, that's it. Fucking goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Do, 
Merry Christmas, motherfuckers, and happy Hanukkah to all you Jews. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my farts for subscribing, tweeting, Facebooking, reviewing, and telling a friend about the You Know What podcast over the last year. It's been fucking nuts. Crazy year. I want to thank you for listening and uh, donating and all the shit you do. We really appreciate it. Me, Joe DeRosa, Dan Soda. Fucking monster voice, uh, no shoulders, Joe, and all the other people that have been on the podcast over the year. It's been one fucking crazy year. I want to thank all the other shows at Riotcast.com, Glory Hole Radio, Rich Voss and Bonnie, the Comedy Seller, the Jersey Jerks, the fucking nerds, the two chicks, Hammer Fisting, you guys. Uh, make sure you listen to those guys and, and, and it's been fucking wild Riotcast.com Merry Christmas to all my fellow cocksuckers over there uh, You guys have been great And uh, this year 2012 is going to be even bigger So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays God bless you And uh, that's it Boop <laughs> boop